Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One of those things, couple of guys. Andy Randy! Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Barker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. (laughs) That was the most media member thing that's ever been said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Trillville Thursday. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it as always. Hopefully... Everybody's Thursday is off to a great start. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you? What's happening, man? Yes, hopefully everybody's is off to a great start, Andy. But uh, yeah, we're and if it isn't, if hopefully it, is, it gets hopefully off it to gets a great better finish. and everything like that. Uh, <laughs> as we are getting ready for the weekend, Super Bowl weekend, like you said, trade deadline. Where I know a lot of people, it's always hard to because there's so many different insiders or people who have sources, so you just don't know what's what. You know, we say look for woes and or shams yep. or somebody, but then there's other credible basketball people that, you know, that are wrong a lot of times. So you don't know what to follow what they're saying. I'm not going to say no names. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're there. It's four more hours and less than four hours until that happens. So we don't know what's going to happen as far as that. But uh, you saw that last night we talked about it briefly on our show as the injury report came out for the uh, for the Hawks that DeJounte was not going to play. Yeah. We all know why. And so now it's in a situation where – According to some other people, that there is almost there was something on the table, but now it has kind of fallen apart. Yeah, it sounds like the conversations between the uh, the Hawks and the Lakers over the last week or so yes. have fizzled. There was a report that the Hawks and the Pelicans yes. had, had been in talks. I didn't yes. I hadn't heard anything about that until we found out that they fell apart. Yes. <laughs> so the first thing we heard about that conversation was that it ended. Yes. Uh, I, I really am curious to know what that might have been about. That's me obviously too. They want DeJounte, but who would they be offering to, to come back here? But anyway, it fell apart, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Brandon Ingram. The great, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's probably why it fell apart. As yeah. soon as the Hawks said probably, that name. Yeah. Um, link last night, not that you needed it, but like if there was any immediate evidence of what it would look like if they traded DeJounte Murray. Right. Last night was a pretty good example of that. Yes. 
Could have maybe won that game had DeJounte Murray played. He probably would have. Didn't have the firepower to <laughs> compete down the stretch because he didn't have him. So it's like, man, I don't know how much worse would they be without him. Eight points. Yes. That's how much worse. And yes. they lost to the Celtics in a game where they were competitive. And they, you know, the Celtics are better than the Hawks are without question. Um, and at times sort of imposed th- that on the Hawks end of the first half and then uh, early in the fourth quarter. But the Hawks still fought back, man. They had they had a shot to make it a two-point game in the fourth quarter and missed it, unfortunately. But they yeah. always kept missing that shot. Oh, yeah. They yep. kept missing yep. that shot. Yep. They, they, they had yeah. a couple of them yeah. late, and when they, when they got them, they missed them for yeah. sure. They missed a lot of shots last yeah. night. They, just, yeah. they did not shoot the ball well at all. Um, but part of that is because your second-best player, third-best player, however you want to put it, one of the most important players on your team wasn't available. And Capella wasn't there either, so you just had no depth whatsoever. Shout-out to Patty Mills and Garrison Matthews, who both played double-digit minutes. But that's not a winning formula against a good no, team. No, it's not, mate. No, it's not, mate. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so now we sit back and wait. And now, you know, as I said it yesterday, I don't think there's anything imminent going to happen with the Hawks as far as a moving him or anybody like that. But I could be wrong. Anything, you know, we said deadlines for action. I'm sure – I'm not saying that the Hawks – I do believe the Hawks are still on the phones right now, people. Sure. I do believe that. Sure. But it's just all about, you know, it takes two to tangle. And the one thing that, you know, you, you don't want to do is get double fleeced. Yes. Yeah. Because it feels like you already got – Yes. It, what single fleeced right. by by, by right. the Spurs in a way, right? Um, and look, that's not to say Jonte is not a good player, but it just hasn't worked. Right. Like, and and that's that's just a, a fact, right? Like that, that this isn't about who is and isn't great and who was wrong when they made the trade and all that kind of stuff. The fact is, these guys have played a year and a half together, and the results aren't very good. Like mm-hmm. the team's not, you know, not what you hoped it would be with with the two of those guys. So at some point, you're gonna move on from Dejounte, right? Um, doesn't have to be today like he could have more value in the summertime the thing that I was and I don't I'll be honest with you I don't understand it all that well so I can't probably speak all that eloquently on it but I'm going to do my best the the way that the the NBA salary structure is changing the salary cap is changing this offseason is going to make it harder to trade guys like this right. you're not going to be able to do you're not going to be able to do like combo player trades to make two guys' salary equal one guy's salary. Oh, really? If you're in a certain like apron of the salary cap, uh-huh. it's all again. Okay. Like that, I think I'm outside my depth already. Well, Mike Bell oh, said you do it. Well, yeah, Mike. Mike <laughs> did say I'm a, I'm a capologist, so <laughs> I guess I'm a capologist. Um, but basically, it's just the NBA is putting in place rules to make this this transient league that we've been viewing the last decade. Less transient. They right. want the rosters to be a bit more solidified, and I, I agree with the premise there. Like I think, I think it's probably better for fan bases and, and fans and the popularity of, of certain teams if their roster is similar. Right. I think I think yeah. that's something that yeah. probably we we overlook, but really liked about the era of basketball that we grew up watching. Like you could identify the core of a team for for years. Right. That you know who the Knicks were in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Even like the people always talk about the, the, the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they weren't any good, but everybody loved. Uh, Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues and and uh, Morning and those guys that were on the team because they were together for a minute. Um, I think that's kind of what they're trying to get it back to. And I don't know if that's going to work. That's not what's happening right now. But right. I do wonder because how much harder it's going to be to trade guys this summer if we see a little bit more of that over the next four hours. But we haven't yet. So no, there's no evidence of that yet. No, it's not. And uh, you know, we we talk about the cap going up and everything like that around the NBA. And and you have uh, said if this team is. Uh, you know, the, the, if the pretty much the, everybody comes back, then going into next year there'll be a luxury tax. We do know that wrestler does not. But I'm not saying he does not want to go in there. He does not want to go in there 
where his team currently stands. And that's, you know. Yeah, and that, I think that's an important distinction. It, it is. Because it, 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 when he talked to the boys, Dukes and Bell, and said that he he was willing to go into the, to the you know, that, that area, this luxury tax area, I believe him. But you got to understand where his team was coming out of. Yeah. You know, they come out of the Eastern Conference Finals and everything like that. So, yeah, if you have an opportunity to compete for the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, I'll, as an owner, I'll pay extra or yeah. whatever I need to do yeah. to make this team better or, or, in his case, keep this team together. But then the actual reality sets in of what your team is. Yeah, I, I think it's a little yeah. bit unfair to say that they've been unwilling yes. to do that. Yes. Because why would they be willing to exactly. do that with this group? Just because you pay this group more doesn't going to mean they're going to be exactly. better. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And, just, and pay, to pay to keep this group together doesn't make any sense because they're seven games under five hundred right now, and they're in the exact same spot they've been three years in a row. So right. you got to try to get other guys in here, ideally young guys, that then you can – pay to stay Mm -hmm. like that that's the way to do it is to draft these guys and develop them it's very hard to do it but that that's the way to do it or if you can attract one big time trade or big time free agent it's just really really hard to pull that off but the thing about the free agent thing is we talked about it right big free agents a lot of time have certain destinations they want to go to yeah Uh, lebron's team yeah and then you look at just going back to the atlanta hawks history i mean who's the last all-star caliber free agent to sign here in the offseason. Was it was it um was Paul, it Joe? Paul Millsap or Dikembe Matumbo or was, I don't know. When did Dikembe trade here? I've, uh, I mean it's not a long list. Yeah, he was traded for uh Theo Ratliff. That's right. He was traded for Theo Ratliff. No, 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 no. I'm thinking the other way around. But whatever. But I'm just saying, like, that's gonna be always be something. It's like you want to attract stars. You have a very tra- attractable player in Trey Young who is who, you know, he he's, he can score, he can assist, he can do all those different things. How do you get somebody in here for him? Now, you talk about drafting the draft of Jalen Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully he can continue to develop and everything like that. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, you need a superstar player to win, not just an all-star player. You need a superstar player or a few all-stars. Two. You need two superstar yeah, players. to win in this league. Yeah, pretty much. Unless, I mean, Jamal Murray, I guess, isn't a superstar. Right. But in the playoffs, he tends to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Jamal Murray's never even been an all-star before. That was crazy. But in the playoffs, he's a totally different guy. Right. So you put him and Joker together in the playoffs, it's, it's magic. I mean, obviously, that's why the Celtics paid $300 million to keep Jalen Brown there. Mm-hmm. Because they drafted two stars and they want to keep them together. And mm-hmm. I think they like what they did this offseason to build around them and mm-hmm. all that. Like... The, the, the Bucks have two superstars. Mm-hmm. The Lakers have two superstars. Mm-hmm. The Warriors had and thought they still had but don't have one, and that's why they're not good anymore. Right. <laughs> they, they paid to keep that group together probably too long. I get why they did it because they were awesome together. And yeah, let's, let's keep the band do, together. Do you look at it from a team standpoint where sometimes you don't have a choice, like meaning not necessarily like, – and I'll talk back about the Hawks, uh, uh, you know, their Eastern Conference run, and then they bring pretty much everybody back. Was it like they didn't have a choice, or did they view this team as – because a lot of stuff went in the Hawks' favor. You know, it's injury, yes. Ben Simmons, yes. things like that. Now, blame me, I, I, I think it would have been a much better series with Milwaukee if Trey doesn't get hurt. But I'm just saying, like, did they look at it from that standpoint of, okay, we're good enough to do this again? Or did they look at it like people like me, like, that's a blip? Well, I don't think they thought it was a blip. I know that's what I'm saying. But you, these are high-end basketball people. I'm not a high-end basketball person. I'm just a guy who watches them. Yeah, man. Watches but, I mean, <laughs> you know how wrong those high-end basketball yeah, people are all saying. the time. Like, how did they get this? No, no offense. How did but they like, get this so wrong? I feel like you're probably just as likely, maybe even more likely, 
to get right some of this stuff than some of these people. But my thing—that's what I'm saying. How do they get? No this? offense to them, because obviously because the be thing about it is, do you, are we looking at it from they messed it up or the players just weren't who they were? Yeah, I mean they they or, thought they or, could pay guys to be better than they were. Right. That doesn't work like that. Like, all right, he's kind of trending in that direction. If we give him all this money, mm-hmm. then he'll continue to trend in that direction. Now he hit a ceiling, man. Like, or maybe he played the best he's ever played exactly. for two months. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. People make bad decisions, <laughs> money decisions. Yes, franchise altering, or, crippling yes. decisions. Yeah, uh, because they yeah. paid all, they paid them all. all, all of them that were on that, Every that run. They paid all of them. Bring them back, baby. Run it back. <laughs> hey, bring, then bring nobody in. That might have been better than any of them. Well, and then gradually started losing yeah. piece by they piece. Them as all well. back. Yeah, and that group could have been. They would be like a five or six, you oh, know. Oh man! But then it just all started falling apart. Anyway, trade deadline's a few hours away. Maybe the Hawks will make a big splash and add someone to their roster. Maybe not. We'll let you know as soon as we do. Uh, we'll get to what's trending coming up next to kick off the show. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ladies and gentlemen, time now for What's Trending. A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more. We knew they were going to shoot threes. It's hard to uh, be disappointed in that effort, particularly when you know we felt like we had to really shoot the ball at a good clip, and we weren't able to see the ball go in. We had some good shots, and they just didn't go. Yeah, Hawks didn't shoot the ball particularly well last night, um, especially when it when it mattered most. I mean, thirteen of forty one is not that bad from three, but the ones that were missed were big ones. Oh, and, yes, and they, I'm saying they were missed in, yes. in big moments. Yes. Um, and the Celtics are just a good team. Like, the Celtics are, are the, probably the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. And um, the Hawks, I would say, put up a good effort, but they were undermanned and uh, ultimately probably should have lost by more than eight, honestly. Their coach just worries me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know. Second row Joe? Yeah, I don't know. Missoula? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Because well, he's never done anything before? It doesn't like he's going to mess it up. <laughs> Yeah. He, he seems like Brad Stevens might come have to come back down in <laughs> in May. I do feel like yeah. I do feel like I'm interested to see what this year and this run looks like. Last year it was a tough spot, you know? Yeah. Like they had to fire Idoka yeah. real late That's in the game. Okay. They had to promote you know what I mean? Okay. Like and you know, they're thirty nine and twelve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Twenty four and three at home. Yeah. But I mean, it is it's championship or bust. Yeah, I agree with that. For Boston, that, but, or bust. What does that mean? Like they're not blowing the team up, but that's just where the expectation is. Now they've done everything but win a championship mm-hmm. with Taylor, and, and they got Taylor one of those. Brown. They got one of those players. Yeah, yeah I would <laughs> kind of two of them. Yeah, they got. I mean, yeah, I mean Jalen. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah, Jalen, all star player, and uh, uh, he is. He's he's a really good player. Still can't go left that much because I saw him yesterday dribble off his leg, try to blame somebody else. No, that's you. That's just your left hand, That's man. Your left hand. That was just your left hand. And dribble off your leg. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but Tatum, Tatum's that dude. He we is. That. He Tatum, is. Tatum is that dude. And I love what they added to the team. I like I, Porzingis. I, Porzingis fits perfect. He went off last night for 31. He kills the Hawks, man. I think he had his career high last year or the year before, 50-something against him when he was with Washington. Um, obviously, you got Derek White defending the hell out of the basketball. You got Horford. Holiday didn't play, but, I mean, they, they got – they got dudes, They're man. They're good. That, that's, a, that's a championship. Rot- now, I don't wonder if they would consider doing anything to try to bolster today at all. Because, you know, there's like 
There's some guys like Tyus Jones mm-hmm. is probably going to get moved. He's a pretty solid backup point guard. The Buddy Heald got traded earlier today to Philadelphia uh, from from Indiana. So at least the Sixers are still trying, trying. Yeah. Like you know, with the hope that uh, that Embiid does come back at some point, they can stay afloat enough to where if he comes back, maybe they can make a run in the playoffs. It doesn't really matter what your seed is that much. Right. Like if they get Embiid back, they could go on a run. Um, but that's kind of what it's been. Deadline wise today, like Buddy Heald got traded. I saw Alec Burke just got traded from the Pistons to the Knicks. Like that's not you know. Why do I think Alec Burke was already? Why do I think Burke was already on the Knicks? He was. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> before, weren't he already on the damn Knicks? Yeah, and now he's, he's back. Okay, because he's, <laughs> he's playing the series against the Hawks. Yeah, right? yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. I got a question for you, bro. Round two, baby, because it is Super Bowl, right? Yep. And you've covered Super Bowls, uh huh. And you did the media day thing, right? Yep. What is I was di- at the one where I was literally standing there when Marshawn was saying, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Okay. But now, laughing to myself. I would laugh too, but now, I'm, of course, they got the media, the same guys. They got Big Red, they got Kels, and they got Pat Mahomes. What else can they possibly ask them? I don't know. Because do other media people come in later on in the week? Yeah. And stuff like that, so they get their questions out? Yeah. Because I'm just yeah. like, damn. How but yeah, but the me- fact that these guys have to stand up and ask questions every day every this day. week is yeah. crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, damn, eventually <laughs> you run out of questions. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know. Some of it is there's just so many media that want a right, minute. Right. So it's like, you know, I, where, where's, where's Travis Kelsey from? They're from? Uh, uh, Ohio. Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's probably some local Ohio newspaper that got sent. They could go for one day. Right. Maybe they could only go Thursday. Can't even stay. Can't even spend a night. Can't stay. <laughs> they get five minutes with them, right. and it'll be the headline story at the paper, and they'll sell more copies of that paper than in any other day of the year. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that, that's the cool thing about the Super Bowl is it's such a na- – it's global, but it's such a national event for us that, like, everybody kind of gets to make it about them right. a little bit. Right, like, right. like, Georgia is going to have a tweet about all the Georgia Bulldogs that are playing mm-hmm. in the game and maybe run little video features on guys or whatever. Like, everybody can get their little slice of the media pie. It also doesn't hurt the NFL oh, to no have doubt, the right. biggest stars in the game on TV every single day, right. the weekly, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But I bet, yeah, I bet I bet Travis Kelsey's tired of asking, yeah, answering like, questions, yeah, man. Like, what else are you going to ask yeah, me? Yeah. Okay. Any more questions about my girl? I mean, I think we've asked them all out. Anybody want to ask me about my haircut again? Yeah, I mean, damn, eventually. Okay. Like, we're, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Don't you run out of questions? Yeah. I guess. Probably. I, okay. I'm just, I'm just shaking. Well, like, what did you guys work on in practice yesterday? Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> How's the turf at your guys' practice facility? We hear it sucks at the 49ers. Pretty good. Pretty good? All right. Yeah. Good. Uh, good. Uh, thank you. What'd you have for breakfast? Oh man, I had some oatmeal and some and a poached egg. Oh, that sounds healthy. Yeah, poached eggs sounds disgusting. Poached eggs are gross. They are. They look gross. I've never. I don't. Is poached anything good? What is the poach? What tell, define the poach? What's the the poach is the one where the where the like is damn near alive, right? Damn near. Okay, yeah. I don't. No, know. I think poached is like you boil it, like you take the egg and you kind of like you cook it in boiling water. But it's not a hard-boiled egg. Right. Like, you crack it, and then you oh, that's I, how you my, poach well, it. I do, my wife does that when she makes the noodles and stuff. She, but it, but Like I, a soft boil, kind of. Yeah, but it's cooked, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's I cooked. like those. I like that. I don't know how the ramen restaurants do it yeah. so well. They mm-hmm. must have experience mm-hmm. or something. But, like, the, the egg is always perfect. Like, the yolk is just a little runny. Mm-mm. I like it. I like mine all the way cooked. Oh, I like just a little I like bit my, of, I like just my, a little juice. I like well-done yolk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not with all that runny stuff. Not just a little runny. Ugh, my wife likes that runny egg with the hash. Yeah, me oh, too. Oh, it drives me. Us, oh, it's disgusting. Because then you can kind of smear it around. Hell, no. I egg. like it on, on a sandwich. Oh. If, I, if I make a. You got a, like, fried egg? 
Yeah. I got, I but my, let me leave the yolk just a little gooey. Fry my egg. Get the bread pass. a little a little soft. Fry my egg past uh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> no way in hell. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no, I like a little like a little gush coming I out of it. I see that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, such such a nasty sight when she does that in half. <laughs> I'm with her on this one. Um, Hawks lose. That's the story yeah. of the day. 125-117. Um, Celtics are really good. They are. They got a, a day off, and then they're at Philadelphia tomorrow. And obviously the deadline is today. So yes. if anybody gets traded, we'll let you know who they are. Not just Hawks, but a- across the entire uh Across the entire league. Here's Patrick Mahomes talking about his team being the villains. Hi, Patrick. Um, Chris <laughs> Jones talked about the fact that you guys are now becoming like the villains of the NFL. There's a growing narrative out International there. International media. I know everyone yes. prefers to be liked, but is it a role that you kind of enjoy in a way? Do you feed off of that? Um, not necessarily. I think... Uh, I just like winning. If, if you win a lot and, and that causes you to be a villain, then I'm, I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible. Man, sit your ass down. All right, you ain't no villain. Y'all ain't no damn villains, all right? Nope. People are up in arms about your tight end's girlfriend being shown too much. Ain't, got, ain't nobody got no problem with the Chiefs. The most villainous thing about them is they win a lot Yes. and the tight end dates Taylor Swift. That's it. Ain't no damn villain. Tough to be a villain. Get a, hey, man, I don't <laughs> Tough know. Tough to be a villain. Hey. I'm trying to think. The Patriots were mean. They cheated. They won for 25 straight Th- years. That would be a villain. They're villains. And there ain't nobody no villain sounding like him. No. no. You know I mean, what's the only villain that had a voice um, like that was, uh, what was the, the doctor off Roger Rabbit? You remember? Kermit's not a villain. Like this. Oh, yeah, the judge. The judge off of, uh, off of uh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, when they finally. Yeah, he's the only one that got a raggedy voice that's a villain. Trying to think. Most villain voices are very deep, yeah. like, ominous kind of. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody no villain. Doctor Claw. No, it's okay if you want to embrace it, because I mean that's always. I guess Doctor Evil kind of had a weird voice. I'm gonna embrace. I will embrace Talk this. Like this. There ain't nothing. Man, y'all, y'all the most likable villains I've ever seen. Yeah, man. All right, I, don't, I ain't never heard nobody probably got no Pat Mahomes. People have problems with everything outside of Pat Mahomes, the football player. His brother, his his wife for some reason. Dad. His dad. Who got a problem with him? Other than, I mean, he seemed like a cool cat. He just do dumb stuff. I think the only, oh, with his dad? Yeah. Just the police. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, villain. Other than that. Villain, no one... like, for real. Hell out of here, man. <laughs> Hell out of here. So Patriots, can, Patriots, can, villain. Somebody has to be, right? The 49ers aren't villains. You can't villainize those guys. Why not? You can villainize their fan. There's some fighting. Uh, oh, that's somebody. true. I think people underestimate the craziness of the 49ers. 49ers, fan base. 49ers like fan base. San Francisco. Man, 49ers fan no, base. No, those people are crazy. Those people are crazy They're as hell. Nuts. Talking about. That's why you know, they put in that extra security when it's uh, Raiders versus the uh, 49ers. They have to. They have to. They have to. Because they're going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. No, I saw multiple fights at Candlestick Park, and it wasn't even a big game. It was just the Seahawks and 49ers in October. Yeah. And they were like, oh. Cool Seahawks jersey. Yeah, pow, pow, yeah, pow, dog, pow. They, them dudes beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, they like to fight. Yes, they like to fight. A um, Calais Campbell won the NFL Congratulations, Players Association man. Community Service I Award saw that. for his hundred sack give back initiative. Awesome work. Love it. Love it's it. also cool to wait until you get a hundred sacks to launch your it's so your awesome. your uh, yeah. Your what is it called? Your yeah. program or whatever. Is he the uh, the Falcons? Is he the Falcons Walter Payton uh, Walter Payton uh, nominee? Didn't he already win it? You can win it multiple times. Oh, you can? You can win it multiple teams, I know. Oh, I, know, I, know I, I know he won in Arizona, but uh, I don't – oh, is it Chris Lindstrom here? I can't remember. Chris was last year. I don't recall. Anyway, it's it's so awesome because you get – uh, 
Huh? The special teamer? Bradley Pinion? Okay. Opinion. Okay. okay. So because it's so cool when they had that, because tonight is the um the honors of what when they bring all the guys out yeah. and everything, which is so cool. And everything like that tonight honors the MVP and everything. And so then we, if you win it, you get to wear the patch on your yes, jersey for forever. The rest of your career. Yeah. That's cool. Yes, it's just so cool. It's it's a cool thing. Uh, because I think we all know how great of a player Walter Payton was. He was maybe one of the best players ever, but his charitable work was outstanding. And and Jared and his daughter, they still continue to run the foundation, do some good things. Yeah, so shout out to Calais. Uh also some some good thoughts that they want him back too, which is good. Little rumblings from uh, from the Falcons that yeah we'd like to have Calais Campbell back. Who said that? Good. I would like to have him back Who as said well. That? Uh, you know, people, huh. important ones. Like, oh, I saw a tweet. Okay, <laughs> I saw a tweet. You asked too many damn questions, Randy. My bad. It's gonna get away with it. I said D-Led tweeted something. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what it was. Gospel. <laughs> What's trending? Gospel. Falcons are gonna re-sign Calais Campbell. All right, you heard Gospel. it here first. <laughs> All right, Mark Zeno is going to join us next. He's going to help us out with some prop bets and some, uh, well, just ways to make money surrounding the Super Bowl. Coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And now, here's another Andy and Randy listener. Welcome back to the Midday Show with Andy and Randy, where you'll hear all the latest in ATL sports, plus all the life lessons you'll ever need to know. From a Pacific Northwesterner to teach about all the granola in national parks, to a former gangbanger in Germany who became the best tight end in UGA history. Get it all here. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Uh. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Radio, yeah. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, midday show with Andy uh-huh. and Randy with you here. Trillville Thursday. Uh-huh. Yeah. A couple minutes away from getting Mark Zeno in here, get some gambling advice, some prop bets, all that for the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Uh, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Just a little bit more on, because we're keeping an eye on the trades in the NBA. Nothing. Imminent. I, Nothing monumental yes. has happened. But this is a nice little trade for the Knicks, though, because uh, we said that they picked up Alec Burks. They also got Boyan Bogdanovich, right. the other bogey yes. um, from Detroit. So those guys are headed to the Knicks for a, a collection of, of players, including Evan Fournier, yes. which I know Brian Gebhardt's Brian Gebhardt, smiling. Brian Gebhardt's heart cries for Evan Fournier yes. uh, headed to Detroit. But, um, yeah, so that's a nice little pickup from the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are missing. The Knicks need one more score. You know, and to go with to go with uh, Bur- uh, Little Man and um, and Julius Randle when he mm-hmm. gets back, uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're playing well, man. They're playing they're playing, <laughs> Knicks ain't been playing this good in a while. Yeah, nine out of the last ten. Yeah, they ain't playing this good in a while. They got Luca in the Garden tonight. Luca, so Luca goes for sixty tonight. Could yeah, no, yeah, no. Could Luca's going for sixty tonight. Jalen's going off too though because yeah. Brunson. You yes. know, Brunson likes to. Mavericks could have signed him. Yep. They had him. Yep. They said, "Now nah, we're good. We're going to go a different direction. We're going to go Luke, Tim Hardaway Jr. Luke was a 60-point triple-double. Uh, okay. All right. Yep. Sign me up. You know what's crazy? The last three guys to score 60, mm-hmm. all losses. All losses. Well, you score 60, you lose. I didn't say they were going to win. Yeah, they might. Maybe four in a row. <laughs> it's crazy. You score 70, you're good. You score 50, you're fine. The last three guys in the NBA to score 60 points or so in a game they've all lost, including Steph the other night against the Hawks. All right, let's get Mark Zeno in here. He's the host of the Weekend Wager here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Everybody's fired up. Zeno, how are you? I'm good, fellas. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Are, are prop bets like – insulting to, like, the real gambling community? Is this, like, is like a joke to you guys, kind of? No. It's nope. just the market. It, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's 
it's as simple. It's like saying is like, you know, Lytle and Aldi insulting to, you know, Publix and, and Kroger. Okay. It's just another market. It's right. just another place to go get something different that you might not get in those stores. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's as simple as, you know, providing you with more options and opportunities that wouldn't normally be there. I mean, on a, on a regular Sunday, you're not typically going to get, um, you know, a cross-board prop like who's going to have more points on Sunday, LeBron James or, you know, right. the Chiefs. Like, you're not, you're not going to see that um, throughout an 18-game regular season, 18-week regular season in the NFL. So uh, when they open up markets like that, they're, they're actually, if you're smart, there are ways you can take advantage because those markets aren't as tight. They're hard to price because they don't do them all that often. There's not a lot of data points on them. Okay, you're smart. Let's take advantage of them. Let's help people out. That's if there's props, statement, if, but yeah, let's go ahead. If there's props out there that uh, that are are gettable, what which ones do you like? I mean, I just kind of stick to the, the the regular player props. Although I have played this year, I played this a couple of years ago. I'll play it again now. Opening kickoff touchback, no, mm. uh, at plus two seventy. Oh. Um, you know, this is one of these ones where you know. Uh, to me, there's a little bit more science and, and data points behind it than the coin flip or the national anthem, which, you know, I, I don't like props that are just pure random chance, right? Yeah. Um, you know, if I get the San Francisco kicker and, you know, a lot of times, again, that ball that they use, um, the ball that they, that they bring out to midfield and they do for the coin toss, that same ball is given to the kicker to put right on the tee because it goes to the Hall of Fame afterwards. And sometimes those balls are overinflated. Uh, and they are harder to kick, and they don't go as far because they're not the regular kicker balls that these guys use See? during the regular season. That's what I'm talking about. So a lot about. of times the ball the ball ends up short of the end zone. And it has to be – well, the, now it doesn't have to be because the rules you can automatically call it for a catch, but uh, more often than not when it doesn't land in the end zone, these guys will take it out. If it's a yard or two deep and the opening kickoff, they'll take it out because everybody wants to be a hero. So um, I, I, I play that that's no uh, on the opening kickoff for a touchback. And then I just kind of look to a lot of player props um, within the game itself. I form my player props based on the game script uh, and how I think the game is going to unfold. So uh, I have Brock Purdy's over 11.5 rushing yards. That now is up to 12.5 in most places. Um, this is a guy who's gone over this number the last two weeks. He's not typically a runner. But uh, when you look at the way uh, the San Francisco 49ers have played this year, the reason he hasn't had the run is because they've been in a lot of blowout games. So there's no reason for him to take off, but that hasn't been the case the last two weeks. And if you look at some of the regular season games uh, that he played where he ran, they were closer games than them blowing teams out. So I expect this to be a close game. I think he'll take off. This is a short enough number where you can get this literally on one rush. Yep. And then all you got to worry about is the kneel downs, right? Because in the NFL, the kneel downs will cost you a yard, oh, as we saw a couple of years brutal. ago. <laughs> yeah, and one of the worst, one of the one of the worst beats you'll ever see in uh, Super Bowl history, as far as Patrick Mahomes dropping back four yards to take a knee. Um, but you know, so, uh, I'm willing to risk it there. Uh, I took McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey's over 33 and a half receiving yards. I played this last week. Uh, and you know, this is a, um, a, a, a prop that I think again is from a game script standpoint, you know, the chiefs are a great cover team in the secondary. Well, if everybody's covered, what's going to happen, he's going to dump it off. Uh, McCaffrey went over this number last week. Um, and he was close in the, in the game against green Bay. Uh, he's hit this number of, I think, six times this year, so I like that spot. And then my biggest, biggest, biggest prop, my biggest prop bet, Kyle Juszczyk, over three and a half receiving yards. Hmm. Now, this may sound crazy to some people, but let's go hit the rewind button to our Kyle Shanahan days here in Atlanta. You guys remember that guy named Patrick DeMarco, mm -hmm. that fullback? Yep. 
Remember how often he was sent running down the field in big games and big spots where they needed a completion to the guy that nobody was remembering to cover? <laughs> yeah. He caught a touchdown pass, a 15-yard touchdown pass the last two times these two teams played in the Super Bowl. Went over this number the last time they played in the Super Bowl. Went over this number last week in big spots, in big moments, in big games. Kyle Ustick and Kyle Shanahan always deploys his fullback because everybody forgets to cover that guy. And especially when Christian McCaffrey is out on the field uh, and everybody's looking for 23, guess what? They're going to forget 44. Remember, Kyle Shanahan's one of his first moves when he went to San Francisco yep. was to pluck Kyle Ustick away from the Ravens in free agency. This is his guy. He's going to, and his reception's prop is over a half. So you, you play them both. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. last time I checked, you can't get receiving yards without catching a pass. <laughs> so... You know, and the idea that he was going to catch one pass for two yards or three yards is kind of, you know, insane, especially the way Kyle Shanahan works. So you check over half reception, over three and a half receiving yards, best pass of the week. Hey, Z, this line has not changed a lot uh, since it was put down. Does that that give you any kind of inkling of how do you think this game will play out? I mean, believe it or not, the line has actually moved in favor of San Francisco, right? right? We went from one and a half to two, two and a half have been out there. Um, so the whole world, you know, seeing everybody you see on social media saying, I'm taking the Chiefs, the Chiefs aren't losing. Well, there are sharp betters who are telling you, no, I think the 49ers are actually going to win this thing. And a, and a couple of sharp guys I know have already, you know, placed large amounts of uh, uh, cash on the 49ers. I can't get there. Um, but it is very telling that um, team, you know, nobody is really moving the line in one direction or another of any significance, particularly with the total, too, as well, which is mm-hmm. sat at 47 and a half since the open and hasn't moved. Given how much we've seen the Chiefs have unders, how much we've seen the Chiefs have unders in the second half, and this is a really good 49ers defense, that people have been hitting the under is a little bit telling to me, too. This game probably goes over. Look, you know, again, uh, I would endorse a six-point teaser where you take the Chiefs up to eight, eight and a half, depending on what number it is, and then take the total from 41 and a half, uh, 47 and a half, rather, um, down to 40 and a half. Hmm. Seven-point teaser, excuse me. 47 down to 40 and a half and then Chiefs from two to nine, and I think you're there. You take the over because 41 is a key total, so you get yourself in a spot where, you know, 21-17 gets you home, right? That's over 40, 40 and a half. Um, those similar numbers, those similar scores that you got there, and and I don't think the Chiefs are losing this thing by more than a touchdown. If they do lose it, it's not going to be – I'd be shocked if San Francisco blew them out. I mean, yes, it happened to them in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, but Tom Brady's on the other side of the field, and neither is – you know, that, that same level of defense. So um, that that's the way I would look at it. But you're right, Randy, that the fact that the line hasn't moved is pretty telling. Mark, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Take care, guys. See you. <laughs> Mark Zeno there hosted the weekend wager. The other thing that happened in that game was no, the Chiefs' offensive line, line just was, was in died. shambles. They just all, shambles. They all died. Yeah, like, it was. And Patrick Mahomes was running for his Did life. you see Jordan Love's – I mean, yeah, Jordan Poole, his damn line? No. Okay, zero points. Oh. And five out of 25 minutes. Wow. Yes. I mean, I, I have to imagine he got some shots up knowing No, but I, what I laughed about is that somebody said uh, Jordan Love uh, is, is on the trade block. They said to who? <laughs> like, who wants that mess? No one wants Jordan Love. Who wants that mess right no, there, no dog? Are you serious? Yeah, no. Like, that is just unbelievable. You gave this man his own team, and he commits to being that. Yeah. The great thing, though, is he's got, like, a, a contract that is gonna, that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in the NBA for a minute. Yeah. Teams are just – he's going to be a hot potato. Like, he's going to be one of those guys, like a buyout candidate. The thing that's going away is including bigger contracts to get other trades through. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's going to go away after this offseason. Right. So he can't really be used for that. Right. So someone's just going to have him. 
<laughs> Someone's just going to have Jordan Poole. And, uh, might as well be the Washington Bullets. Yeah, it might I as well. I know what the Wizards, but I'm going to call them the Bullets. No, he's the right guy to have to accomplish what <laughs> yes. they're trying to yes. accomplish, which is full teardown, reset, Goodness tank. Gracious. Like that's that's the right guy to have on a team like that. That's unreal. I, I just thought because of what they are and how bad they are, like I, I thought he'd be able to score, you know. Right. Like somebody has to. Like remember when the Hawks were tanking and like, you know, Torian Prince would have like 25-point <laughs> nights and yeah. stuff like that yeah. and Kent Bay is more like, because the team's going to score 110. Somebody's got to do Bazemore. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kent Bazemore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a name. I like Kent, though. Nice fella. Great guy. Good golfer. I've Great heard. guy. Good golfer. Yeah. Man of faith. <laughs> we used to go to the same church. Oh, okay. That's what I asked. And, uh, and got $75 million. He's a man of faith? Oh, yeah. Did he, did he always tie it? He would go up there sometimes. Like and do be, what? That's like pray. He would get the Holy Ghost? No, no, no. He wasn't like, no. Oh, he, like, kid, he wasn't kid, like going kid, in tongues or yeah, anything. Yeah, kid, kid went up there doing the spirit dance. Nah, he'd just get up there and lead us. Which is nothing wrong with it. Nothing is wrong with Everybody it. Everybody bow your heads. I, just, would. I, I, would always, I, I was always at that. And I, I was always like, man, if I had $75 million, yeah. I'd be pretty damn thankful, too. I never got pinched more in, in church than laughing at, at people like Sister Willadina. <laughs> I would be cracking yeah, up. Yeah, no, no. Kent, grandma, Grandma, because don't, don't nobody know how to paint you like Grandma. Kent didn't fall out. Kent, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah in grandma, tongues. Grandma pinched Although that would have been very grandma funny. Grandma pinched you, and then that, like, it would hurt, like, 10 seconds later, that delayed reaction pinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laughing at him. Like, nah. Grandma, Grandma, she been laying up for 20 damn minutes. <laughs> Laying on the ground, laying on the ground, laying on the ground for twenty minutes every Sunday, every damn Sunday. No, yeah, right. Miss Sister Willadina went to the Brown Derby Lounge, all right, which is right across the street from the church, and and got after it. Yeah, they got after it. Wanted to take a nap. Wanted a little attention yeah, on a Sunday happen. morning. All right, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. No, Kent Bazemore never did that. Okay, uh, go to markspain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. We'll come back. We'll get into an NFL no huddle to kick off the noon hour. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Soon enough, this will be a meditation yes, album. Yes, can you imagine that? Yeah. Let me see if I get my you legs. You can never get on my level of zen. Yeah, let me see if I get my – I can't get cross my legs like that. You can't? Just cross the applesauce. Man, the applesauce. Can you do it? Yeah. Can you, like – like, I can't do it. I got bad hips and knees and mm-hmm. all these joints, so they'll never get in that pretzel position. Yeah. But can you do it, like, from a standing position? What does that mean? Like, when you stand up and just flop into it? 
I don't know. Oh, I, that just always weirds me out. You want me to try? Uh, yeah, let me see. Right. Let me let's see here. All right, Andy is so attempting to do. Okay, and then go down. Oh, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Not with these. Not with these Levi's on. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. But maybe no. if I had some shorts on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, let's just checking. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. Now there's just you know they're at the age right now where I'm on the ground a lot. Yeah. Like it's a lot of ground play. Yeah. Um, and I feel I feel the 39. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. but it's not so bad. Like I've, you know, I think I'm doing. I think again, I didn't get tackled for a living for for 20 years. So yeah. my my hips and lower body are probably a little bit less beat up. But yeah, it's uh, I can do crisscross applesauce. Okay, all right, okay, yeah, because I used to get I can tr- hit the yoga. I, I always get in trouble here when I would say the other words. Yeah, that we all t- I didn't know. Yeah, I know you. I, I didn't know no better. But you know what? Once you learn, you just yeah, adjusted. I but I still say like three more times. <laughs> 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 I would forget. But uh, yeah, uh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm on the floor. I got we got a toddler running sure. around, so I sit yeah. on the floor a lot. So you're, you're just, down there. I'm just down there. I ain't doing that special with my legs. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. Anything. Um, These days, I'll oftentimes like just because you know, you know how the evenings get. You get closer to bedtime. Everybody wants to do something else. I'll almost like keep a stopwatch on. Like, all right, I did this thing that needed to get done. Let me sit down because I know as soon as I sit down, mm. Dad, I need you. Whatever, right. like. Eight seconds right. is like oh. my record. <laughs> <laughs> if I get to sit down for eight seconds, it's a miracle. Is if I get my phone out, yeah, something broke. Right, like, there's no way that I'm going to be allowed to look at my phone until yeah, until bedtime. Really? So, yeah, they're just um, they just really like me. I don't know. That's, it's that's very all, annoying. You know, that's the most important thing. That right? sucks. Yeah. It's like God. I'm so guys love me so much. <laughs> yes, you, you know. Oh, you just want to cuddle with me and watch Bluey? Fine, I guess we can. Hey, um, shout out to all the listeners that came out to Benchwarmers last night uh, in Stockbridge. That was a hell of a crowd. Right. Like, we always say it. We're not joking. Whenever we do anything on the South Side, it gets a huge reception. The Stockbridge Andy and Randy listeners were, were in full force last night. So shout out to everybody that showed up. I'm so bad with names, but uh, Xavier showed up. He's called in a couple times. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. He showed up. Uh, he said, it's always funny when people see you for the first time. Uh-huh. Like, people know what you look like right. for the most part. Right. Maybe maybe not everybody, but for the most part. A lot of people don't know. I mean, they listen, whatever. So he came over. He said, Andy from Andy and Randy. I listen to you guys all the time. He was like, huh, you look cooler than I thought you would. What kind of? And I, I was like, hell yeah. All right. No. Great. You don't. No, 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 no. I, you're too damn nice, Andy. You don't answer the question like that. Well, it wasn't a question. You it was a compliment. You don't. No, that wasn't no compliment. You look cool. The hell you thought I looked like? Well, that was in my mind. Should have said it. Well, I, I did. I was like, well, so he said, you look cooler than I thought you would. Thank you. And I said, well, what did you think I would look like? No, 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 no. That's not how you answer that. That's not how you come to that. That's point. not how you respond no, to that? No. What should I have done? Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow, you look cooler than I thought you would. The were. hell you mean I look cooler? <laughs> Well, I thought you would look terrible, and you look awesome. I don't know. Like, I don't know what he meant. I, I, I guess he just assumed from listening that I would look a certain way. Everyone always says the same thing. There's one thing that everyone always says. Oh, I thought you would be way shorter than you are. Not that I'm tall. Can you sound short? Not. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But like, You I'm, can sound short. I suppose. I don't know. I think people just expect me to be like 5'5". Five five Why? Like, I don't know. You kind of depict yourself that way, though. But I'm not like... I'm, I'm just... A, I'm, I'm just... Know, I'm not sure. Average height. I'm average height. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but an I average height person. People maybe think that you're smaller than you yeah, are. Yeah. I think people... Yeah. I think... And maybe this is how I sound, and maybe I'm too self-deprecating. I don't know what it is. Maybe you tree bark stuck but to like, you in a few places. People think I'm short and ugly. 
And then they come to events and they're like, he's tall and handsome. Neither. <laughs> like, neither one. The hell so, you mean I'm look cooler? Yeah, I don't know. I look cooler. <laughs> That's what he said. You look cooler than I thought you would. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about, Zay? Right. I like, <laughs> and I like Zay. That's X-Man. And I still like him. X-Man. But yeah. still. I uh, appreciate that. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I look cooler. What'd you have on last night? Uh, flannel and a Braves hat. Like that's that's the coolest thing. Pretty classic. Cool pretty. I bet like <laughs> how I dress. You know what I mean? Damn. I had the same shirt on last night that I had on at work yesterday. I didn't pay that much attention. It was to just you. a flannel yeah. shirt yeah. that I wear, just like I'm wearing right now. Pretty much the I, standard. I thought you were cooler. Not not not. <laughs> you look cooler. You than look I thought cooler. Like <laughs> I like that's one of the things where when people will come to me and say you're nicer than I thought mm-hmm. you would be, and I always say, but you don't know me, so how the hell you know that? Right. But that's different, though. Like, yes. That's a personality yes. thing. Yes. This person just had in their mind yes. what they thought I might look like. <laughs> and in their mind, <laughs> I looked like a total dork. And then I showed up, and they're like, ah, it doesn't look like a dork, really. <laughs> um, another, another listener whose name I forget. I'm so bad with names. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, but he said he always likes to meet the, the, the radio people because he'll never look us up. Like, he doesn't want to know right. what we look like right. until he meets us and then see if it sort of, you know, if it sort of jives with what he thought. Wouldn't it be fun to have people draw what they think that we look like? Get, oh, that's that a hilarious task. Get, like get like a police sketch yes. artist or something like that. You send them to us. And, and, then, to us. and then you go in and be like, all right, I think he's got, uh, and just have a police sketch give it and then see how close it is. This guy said I was pretty close to what he expected me to look like. Okay, so yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of not... Um, on board with the police sketch. Because <laughs> usually when the police are sketching somebody, your ass is going to the clink. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Ass, like the woman over there at Six Flags or something, that, that people. Yeah, okay. Police sketch artist. Police sketch artist. All right, yeah, fair I'm, enough. Oh, yeah, I'm good on them. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. I'm no. good on them. I don't know why that was the first thing that came <laughs> yeah. to mind, yeah. but I understand your hesitation. Yeah, you're going to the pokey. Okay, we don't have to get a police <laughs> sketch. What do you know? He, he fits the description. Yeah, you're going to the pokey. After all, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good we've on been that. looking for him. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that right there. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and then big shout out to Joe. He is uh, a diehard listener. He's been at both of the events we've done on the South Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a former Marine. Okay. He gave me a challenge coin. Nice. Which I didn't know very much about those, mm-hmm. but uh, brought it home, showed it to my wife. She's like, oh, those are a huge deal. That's yeah. really cool. So yeah. really, really nice of him to, to give me one of those. He's, he's your guy on the South Side if you're looking to have palm trees installed. Like if you need to have like a like a tropical backyard deal, he's the palm tree guy. That's who you're looking for. So if you're down there, like your mom lives down that way, if she's ever looking for like a nice palm tree setup, like a tropical motif in the yard, holler at Joe. He's got you. I'm looking for palm trees, actually. Are you? Yeah, she wants to put palm trees on the, uh, on the other side of the pool. Where, where, that gra- where that grass, can, would where, make a call where that grass continues to not want to grow. Yeah, yeah. She wants to put palm trees over there. Okay. Yeah. You want Joe's? You want Joe's contact? I'll info? get it from you. All right. All right. Cool. Great. Let's get to an NFL no huddle. <laughs> of all the things, we're going hey. no huddle. Of all the things you're going to say about the palm trees, the NFL tonight. has to offer. Hey. Hey. That's all Joe talked about. Yeah, all that's right? what I'm saying. I Joe mean, wanted me she, to know she, about palm trees. She wants to put palm trees on the other side. So well, there you go. All right, there we go. Look at that. We, yeah. who, who would have thought that that connection would be made last night in Stockbridge? I wish I was there. But it was. It was. <laughs> and uh, Kyle Pitt's dad was there too.
Yeah, say, oh, Christian. that's what they said. Uh, you sound short because I sound tall. <laughs> Fair enough. I also think that if people ever see pictures of me, oftentimes you're in them. Yes. And so it's like, oh, he must be short. No, Randy's just giant. Right? <laughs> Randy's just giant NFL tight end. And I used to work with Jarvis, who shows oh, even, Jarvis bigger than me. even bigger than you. So, yeah. like, 90% of the pictures people have seen of me in 92.9, I'm next to two huge people. So, I, like, I look like, anyway, I appreciate everyone coming out. Whether you thought I was going to look like a dork or not. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Let's hear from Andy Reid. Not necessarily talking about the Super Bowl, but talking about his former offensive coordinator who's been with the team, Eric Bieniemy. came in and talked to our team um, before our last game. So he uh, uh, talked to the offensive guys and hung out with us uh, in our meetings. So I haven't had a chance to talk to him. Um, and he's, he's still up for a couple of jobs. Yeah. What do you think his future is in coaching? And would there be a spot on your staff if it doesn't work out I have to somewhere else? Yeah, I, I can't answer the last part because I have no spot right now. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but I, I would tell you, I think his um, coaching future is great. I mean, I'm obviously a big fan of his. And, um, I mean, I mean, he's always going to have a place there. You know, those guys, you know, I, I go back to some things uh, with him, and, and, I, and I get asked so much, I don't know why. That's all I'll say. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, I know why, you know, Dan didn't want to work with him. And, and not saying it was a detriment. He had somebody else he wanted to work with. Uh, but, yeah, um, all I know is this about, about EB, is that Kelsey and Pat and those guys swear by him. You know what I mean? And the people who who seem to have a problem with him are on teams that are raggedy, and so that's how I view it. That's how, I, and that's how, and that's how I'm always going to view it with him. I don't know why, and that's the reason could be the reason why because of that. Yeah, I don't know why either. You know? I do know that it's not a great timeline to go from being the offensive yes. coordinator of that team no. to then finally leaving that nest and yes. go, going to be the offensive coordinator in Washington and everyone gets fired. Yeah. And then if he has to go back to Kansas City to take like a position coach job, yeah. like that's a weird trajectory yeah. for someone yeah. who was supposed yeah. to be the but, hot name in coaching but five I'll years ago. i tell you ago. this, if, if Andy find if, Andy, if anybody, Andy, will find, I mean, Andy Reid will find a, a something. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? I, but like, no, I like understand Andy exactly. Andy Reid finding I something for I understand exactly what you're saying. Is wild. I understand exactly Like, what you're five years ago, this guy was the next hot thing, and now yep. it's like maybe Andy Reid can find him something. I understand. It's crazy. I understand exactly crazy. what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't recall a, a coaching trajectory happening like this. Right. We often talk about people that, like, fall up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how does this guy keep getting – how does Cliff Kingsbury yep. keep getting these jobs? Yeah. And then Eric Bieniemy is going to go back to Kansas City and be like the something or other. It's crazy. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on with it. All I know is that uh, it hasn't gone the way that I thought that it was going to. Yeah. Here's Tom Brady talking about why his former coach maybe didn't get a job. I, I don't know the criteria for hiring these guys, for hiring coaches. You know, I have never been a part of it. I mean, I'm surprised that the greatest coach ever doesn't have a job. You know, absolutely. But, you know, I'm surprised a lot of things in the NFL. I'm surprised when I was a free agent. There was a lot of teams that that didn't want me. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm surprised that Steve Young started in the USFL and went to Tampa. I'm su- I'm, I'm surprised that Tampa traded Steve Young to the 49ers. There's a lot of things that happen that you know, for one reason or another, <laughs> don't go exactly the way you, 
you know, you think they right. should go. Okay, I got a little irritated the last couple of days when people were talking about this as if the Falcons made a mistake by not hiring Bill Belichick. No, they didn't. They not, the Falcons made a mistake by not getting their quarterback right the last few years. It wasn't hiring Bill Belichick. And I think that everybody wants to put – and I love Bill Belichick. And I'm not going to be like everybody else trying to dis, dis, uh, try to, to overlook what he's done. By, because of four, because of the last four years, I would never do that. So that's that me saying that about Bill has nothing to do with the last four years or anything. If the Falcons get the quarterback right. Arthur Smith is still the quarterback here. I mean, the head coach here. Yep. This is a quarterback problem. I don't think it's a head coaching problem. I think it's, it is a quarterback problem here in Atlanta. And for these people, to always talk about. Well, yeah, they're gonna regret not hiring. But I saw Julian Edelman. Say, I saw um, a couple other folks that said, I was like, what, what? They're going to regret. Maybe New England might regret firing him, but the Atlanta's not going to regret not hiring Bill Belichick. Where'd they get that at? Where'd they do that at? Headlines. Well, I mean, come Hot on, takes. man. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Easy. Because when they were going to hire him, all anyone was saying is that they shouldn't hire him. Right. Like, and then they didn't hire him, and then all the other people came. I don't know. It, w- it was a very weird process to follow. Yeah. Because it felt like when it was going to be Belichick, or it felt like when people thought it was going to be Belichick, I thought it was going to be Belichick, everyone was like, hell no, that's terrible. Don't do that. That's a, You're crashing your franchise into a ditch. And then they didn't, and it's like, well, poverty franchise makes poverty decision. It's like, wait, what? Like, what? How? The other day you said they shouldn't do it, and then they didn't do it, and then you said they should do it? Yeah, I just okay. I, yeah. They're gonna, they're What's gonna, the most controversial thing I can say on a given gonna, day? They're going to regret. Like, they're not a, I'll tell you one thing about Tom. Yeah. He doesn't care he that Bill Belichick didn't he get that job. But that's Andy. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. A lot like, of things are surprising. They're, they're not a freaking <laughs> Hall of Fame coach away. No, nah, they're a quarterback. They're a quarterback away. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, Raheem Morris is going to be awesome if they yeah, get a great quarterback. He, yeah. If they get a bum quarterback, they get, oh, Raheem bum Morris is going to get fired. If, if they have bum-ass quarterback play again here. If Bill Belichick yeah. got a bum quarterback, Bill Belichick was going to get fired. If Bill Belichick got a great – it's all this, it's all the same thing. But I'll tell you what, Tom's not crying one tear for Bill Belichick no, not getting not. hired. His dad went off last week. In fact, when he says, yeah, it surprises me. I think by surprise he meant amused. Yes. Yeah, I'm amused. See there? See, because I got a job, and I won a Super Bowl. <laughs> you couldn't even get a job? You poor bum. You better head down to the unemployment office because Tom doesn't care what happens to Bill Belichick. Tom's doing fine. Boom. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into the Super Bowl uh, coming up next. We've got some superlatives slash keys for each team to win uh, with the game coming up on Sunday right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I said it twice. Hey, check this out. You already know this Trillville. Yes, sir. You know you listening to Andy and Randy on a Trillville Thursday on what? 92.9. The Game. Let's go. Hey. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Sorry. Look at her. Let me get out of your way. Oh, yeah. I, that's, that's on the mark. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Oh. Wow. There you go. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. 20 minutes away from uh, the back page with Bo. We are going to talk about the Super Bowl. We are. We promise. Yes. We're definitely going to. Yes. And we might even do it in this segment. But I had, I had just seen. Do you want to set it up? No, no, no. Because okay. I wanted to, before you get to that one, before because we're going to okay. talk about the whole uh, Kurt Herbst thing. Nick Saban going to ESPN, college football game. I mean, college football game. That's what the show that Abe and Mar. Well, he's going to be on that day. show? He's, yeah, game day, college game day. <laughs> Fricky, Abe, and Nick but, Saban. But, yeah, it's going to be. So it's, Sorry, Garrett. And, and Garrett. Okay, he boot Garrett. <laughs> Get out of here. Like he boot, <laughs> but, okay, so it's, it's going to be the regular crew. 
So we, we didn't know if Pat McAfee was going to come back or not, but it seems like he's going to be there. They put Nick up there. I thought Nick was going to have a reserve role. They're saying he's going to be there, be there. Yeah, he's going to be yeah, he's gonna all be, three hours. Yeah, he's going to be there, be there. Um, Great. Well, I mean, I love Nick. You know how I feel. But the funniest thing was what I saw this morning and put down the timeline of this whole process, and it started with, uh, with Pollock. Yeah, with him deciding to ruin David Pollock's media career. Yes. Because and David Pollock yes. asked him the yeah. pointed question on TV. Yes. No, I'm 100% sure that's not what happened, but it is funny. It is funny. It is very funny. Yeah, and that's kind of where we're going yeah. with the Herb yes. Street. It's right? very, it, it, it is very funny. Yeah, like the, the, we say this all the it time. It is very, very funny. Back to the Lamar thing, to yeah. the Shohei Otani thing. Like the, the most likely reality is often not the most interesting reality Correct. or the most fun. The most Correct. likely reality, in fact, oftentimes is the most boring one. Yeah. Which is why people live in fantasy land, which is why people make stuff up. And, yeah, man, I just have a hard time believing Nick Saban was so mad yes. that David Pollack asked him, what did he even say? Like, that Kirby has sort of taken over the mantle something in college football or something like that. that. And Nick Saban was so furious yes. that he was like, well, I'm going to, this guy can't be on TV anymore. I'm going to ruin means him. That, that means that Nick knew he was going to retire before the season. Right. So he had that planned yes. all the way back to that. He was like, here's what I'll do. Yes. I'll beat Kirby in the SEC championship game right. next year. I'll make sure Pollock's not on game day this year right. so I can take his job next year. Right. And then, uh, you know, all the other stuff that sort of Pollock has decided to do on his own, mm-hmm. I guess Saban's doing that also. Right. He's, he's behind all the tweets and all that stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't buy any of that. Me neither. I do think that uh, Nick Saban's going to be excellent on game day. And for, I don't know, I thought I like, I like Pat McAfee, and I think that, he adds a really interesting dimension to game day. I think at times it took away from what I always loved about game day, mm-hmm. which was just talking about the games and the football mm-hmm. and really getting into it. Right. Saban's going to bring that back. Yes, he like, is. He's yeah. going to be able to yes. get into detail analyzing these games mm-hmm. that maybe he's they've gonna, never had before. He's going to draft coverage, too. Because he's yeah. the smartest football mind yeah. in the world. But that's the thing, and that's why. And I, I, I love it, first of all. But I'm laughing because of, of uh, the Pat McAfee thing and what he did to the Georgia fans at the SEC Championship game and everything. Like, can he go back to Athens? Like, is that why Like he, like he, Nick's going to replace him in Athens? Because, you know, people in Athens, they, they, they want to blank him up. Oh, yeah, because he told uh, Georgia fans to kiss his, yeah. his ass. Which I would have, too, as, as much as ragging is how they treat that man in Athens. Yeah, because they were mad at him. They were mad at him getting Pollock Pollock. fired. Yeah. Yeah, like. When, in fact, it was Saban who did that. Yes, all this time. <laughs> it was Nick. I bet y'all won't run up on Nick like that. <laughs> if I had to take my pick between McAfee and Nick, I'm choosing Nick. I'm using I'm using Pat. You run up on Pat first. Oh, yeah. He's, he's younger. He's a kicker. He's a kicker. Yeah. He's, what, a damn, what was, he's a damn kicker. What was Nick? Don't let them. Don't let Nick play DB. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Don't <laughs> win in the twenties. Hey, hey, dog. Let me tell you something, dog. I don't mess with old men like that. <laughs> I, don't me- I, don't mess- I don't mess with old men like that, man. All right. Just if you got a cane. Fair enough. All right. Just if you got a cane. I'll mess with old man like Nick. If Saban had a cane, you'd love to run up on him. Uh, I, no, I would. can't If he wait, hit me with that cane. You can't wait to if fight he, a senior If he hit citizen. me with that cane, y'all ought to bust <laughs> Nick in the chin. But no, Nick got them tricks bottom. Fair enough. And right? the calcium buildup. Yeah, and the cal- Nick That's got a good boy. Yeah, don't, don't let the show muscles fool you. You're yeah. right. They're yeah. just out They're, yeah. they're doing this, curls yeah, but, before uh, the show. The, the Herb Street and Rayola thing. Okay. I, I, okay. I saw it yesterday, and you got the whole explanation. Because when you were talking in the break, and I kept saying to myself when I saw it yesterday, was like, why are people like up, upset about it or something like that? And you didn't know what I was talking about. And then when I kind of explained it to you, you was like, it's weird. And I was like, why? And then so obviously you did your research on it. Did a little research, but okay. let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Because I don't understand. Right? Well, so, I don't understand the. So Dylan Raiola's yes. dad, yes. Dominic Raiola, yes. was a 
an excellent NFL All player American for years. Center, great he was player. a Nebraska yes. All-American. Yes. I mean, that family is Nebraska through and yes, through. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why throughout the whole Riola process, I was like, I don't know, maybe he just changed his mind and wanted to play where his dad played. Yeah. I, I know that that is boring and doesn't mean it's not fun. He didn't get a billion dollars in NIL or whatever. Um, but I always kind of thought maybe that's what it was. Like, guys do that sometimes. Legacy, kind of stuff like that in, in terms of college football programs. Uh, but here is his dad, Dominic Rayola, talking about a conversation that he had with Kirk Herbstreet. Bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. When he saw, he saw the smoke uh, about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. You know, he got to do it. He, he, his affinity for Nebraska, uh, for a guy like that to tell me and to, you know, get behind me. Like I knew, I knew he needed to do it, but I wasn't going to sit here and say, you need to go change that place or be a part of the change at that place. Um, so when Kirk told me that, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is, I've had people reach out, other coaches reach out, reach out to me and say, look, the place is special. Coach rules a special leader. So that's Dominic Rayola talking about how at least one part of the decision, right? Mm -hmm. And Herb Street calling him up and all that kind of stuff. Now, full disclosure, I had seen the headline. Mm -hmm. I didn't think really much about it to Mm -hmm. look into it until you were interested. I was like, all right, if you care about it, like this, all right, fine. There's something to it. So I was looking at it during the break and all that. And I was like, okay, there's two possibilities here. If Herb Street out of the blue Mm -hmm. doesn't have a relationship with Dominic Rayola and all of the sudden one day decided, you know what I better do? Call, Call him up him. and right. try to sway that. Then that's weird. But it doesn't sound like that's no, what it happened. Doesn't. What sounds like happened is Dominic Rayola and Kirk Herbstreet are friends. They've been friends for a while. They've talked before. And they were talking about his son. Like, he gave him a little, I guess, advice in the situation. But I would imagine he was open to it. Like, right. it sounds like he was, like, yeah. Kirk Herbstreet wasn't just going and giving unsolicited. Now, that's not as interesting as ESPN lead analyst Kirk Herbstreet flips number one yeah. recruit uh, yeah. towards Nebraska for some, you know, I don't know why he would do that because he's not even a Nebraska alum. What does he care, really? But obviously, I'm sure people have some conspiracy theory as to why he would do that. Right. But I don't, yeah. I, just, I, think, uh, I, again, would... I think, again, the reality is more boring than the theory. All right. Okay. So that's why I I, I, I... I think two dads just talk. Talking. That's what it sounded like to me. Now, yeah. I don't know if Kirk liked him. Like Dominic, maybe telling them they 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 conversation maybe. Yeah, probably not. But I don't, yeah, but, yeah I just not. didn't see anything. I, Kirk probably was annoyed yesterday yeah. to see like all the notifications yes. on his phone about you suck. What? what don't did come I do? back to the that. And again, that said, uh, this, don't come back to the seven oh six, Kirk. Is that the? That's Eric over Athens. Oh 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 yeah. oh oh! I, I okay. yeah yeah. Don't come back gotta, to gotta. the. Don't come back to the. We better not catch you on Broad Street. Is that Broad Street? Yeah. But I catch you on on Millage. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. If anybody ever in their life, well, it depends on like right past Broad. If anybody ever said, "Don't let you catch them on Millage," <laughs> you got your Athens yeah. privileges yeah. revoked. Yeah. Don't Who do you have to call to check in to that go there? That man said, "If somebody ever come to you, say, Kurt, you better not come to Millage." Kirk, if they do that, go spit in that dude's face. Just going down to Millage. Do you know where Millage is? Probably all right. You've been to Millage. You've been on Millage. Fun time. Ain't nothing nothing like threatening about that. Nope. (laughs) On Millage. You better not come through Millage, Kirk. (laughs) What the You better tuck your chain in before you walk down Millage, Kirk. Are you serious? Millage? (laughs) 
Middle jab and after. Yeah, I don't think he's worried about man, that. Man, please. I don't, I don't think he's, you better check your. I don't think he's worried about that. But like, what do people man. think? Like, do people think that like Warren Buffett just decided, all right, I'm going to pay Kirk Herbstreit ten million dollars right. to get on the phone with Dominic Raiola to get his son to switch from Georgia to Nebraska <laughs> at the last minute so we can bolster our? What I mean, what like what? I don't know. What would be what would be his what would be his motivation I don't, for doing that? I don't think there was any. Yeah, I don't think there was. That's any. always the hard part I have with these conspiracy theories. Is like. I go back to the root of it. I'm like, all right, maybe, but why would someone do that? What would be the point of that person doing that? Yeah. And then the answer is almost always, well, I don't know. Well, okay, then maybe let's pretend that, that it, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. Let's just pretend but, that you didn't have that conspiracy theory because you sound crazy. It does. It does. But, uh, yeah, like I just, like, I was, just, I was literally sitting there like, because you threw me off when you read the story when you said weird. I was like, how's it weird? Yeah, on the surface, if Kirk Herbstreet just randomly called Dominic Raiola and was like, here's what your son needs to do, right. that's kind of weird. Okay. Like, but that's what I'm saying. I never, hey, Kirk, I never ever. Because here's thought what I would like do that. if I was Dominic Raiola and I didn't know him very well. Hey, Kirk, kiss my ass. Click. We're yeah, going to do whatever I we want. I got you. But I didn't know. That's why I said, when I heard how Dominic was talking, that his conversation came off like him and Kirk boys. Yeah. And then that's what Kirk said yeah. to Andy Staples of On Three. He said, yeah, we're, we're friends. Like, we talk. Sometimes about stuff like Jimone. Basically, they were talking father to father. Kirk's had a few sons play college football. They were talking about the process. At least that's what Kirk says. Okay. And then the conspiracy theory will say, of course, that's what Kirk says. Don't come down. Don't come down. Millage. Cover his cover his tracks. Don't come down. Millage. Look at both of them. That's what I'm saying. You of course so. Both of those. (laughs) By the way, both of those stories we just talked about somehow. Screwed over Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny <laughs> thing about it. We got screwed. We got screwed by – well, we didn't get screwed. Nick got uh, – Pollock got, got screwed. screwed by ESPN. And I, uh, his daughter, which actually I kind of do. And his daughter trolled him too. Oh, who? She trolled – Nick Saban's daughter. Trolled yeah. who? Davey. Called him Davey. Oh. With the, with the – in Denzel. Boom. Yeah. Damn. Well. Yeah. Pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty damn funny. We'll come yeah. back and get – Kurt. You and Pat bet not come down, bet not come down, Millage. <laughs> come on, man. If you had to check in, you know, like the, there's the Houston guy. Uh, you know, oh, you yeah. Call. You gotta, if you're going to come, if you're you going to go to Athens, who do you check in with? Checking in with Mr. Hodges with the ice cream shop, the, the, the drugstore. Remember? <laughs> oh, where, yeah. The guy that'll cash your checks. Yeah, the guy do cash my checks. <laughs> yeah. You got to check in with Mr. People. Hodges. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll come back and get to the back page with Bo after this on Sports Radio 929 The Game. What it is, Atlanta. Happy Trivia Thursday. Happy Trivia Thursday to all the 92 9 the game listeners out there. And now, welcome back, Andy and Randy. Yes, sir. Sports Radio 92 9 the game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. 20 minutes away from getting back into the big story of the day. Unfortunately, the big story of the day is still. Nothing has happened. Yes. As far as the trade deadline goes. We're getting closer to the trade deadline. Now, I guess that's not entirely true. Things have happened, but the Hawks haven't done anything. Uh, other teams in the NBA have made some trades, but nothing blockbuster either. Like, no huge names have moved. What's the biggest name that's moved today? Buddy Heald? Yes. Probably? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No yeah. offense to Buddy. Yeah. Or, nice or, nice or, player. Or, or, Gordon. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward, Hayward. Dennis Schroeder just got moved. Dennis Schroeder just got where's traded. Now? Where's he going? From where to uh, where? He's going to the Nets in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie, okay. who's okay. going to the Raptors. Okay. okay. Yeah, the Raptors are trading everywhere. Yeah, they're trying to get yeah, except for Scotty Barnes. Except for him. Yeah, Scotty's gonna be Scotty's gonna be there. And RJ Barrett, like, oh no, they just got RJ. And, and RJ's, he, RJ's, RJ's RJ's from there. And he's on a nice, uh, <laughs> nice uh, contract. It's always funny, like 
if you're Canadian, yes. like there's a, at least a chance you might have to go play for Toronto. And if you do, yeah. then they can't trade you. They can't trade you. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I mean, and he got there's, the there's a Canadian and he can rule. Play. Yeah, he's all right. He can play. He's fine. Like, he he's not, play. you know, he's not what he was supposed to be, yeah. but he's he's, he's he's fine. He can play. Um, he's like the exchange rate. Like he's good for a Canadian. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> he's good for a Canadian. He's not like the American dollar. But no, he's he's, he's good, fine. He's good. He's a good ruble. If they paid him in hey, Canadian well, money, then it would be a good deal. Rubles? Oh no. Okay. I think uh, I think the one is a is a loony. Uh-huh. The two is a toonie. Uh, okay. But I think it's just dollars. I think it's oh, Canadian okay. dollars. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say okay, no problem. But they've got like the queen on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. They, All right. I would have never know. Would have never have known that. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw. You know, I, I follow this uh, this prison account, and I'd be like, and I you you find love where you find love, and I I, I truly do believe that. But there's this one dude on there, like like this. He's in prison, right? Down for some down for some years. He's gonna be there a while. He's gonna be there for a while. Yeah. Like a long while. And he was talking about how he got like three three girls, three chicks, right? All sending him commissary. And my thing is this. Like, I'm married, so I ain't got to worry about it. But I know there's plenty of single brothers out there that want commissary and they free. Right. And they can take you on a date. If you can't you, you don't have one and you're free. Yeah. This guy's in prison yes. forever and yes. he's got three. Yes. Like you got to step your game up. Yes, like that's what I'm saying. Like, Abe, 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 you better get on. Abe, no offense, but this prison guy's got three. Abe, girlfriends. you better get on the move, dog. Because these cats in prison having, a, I mean, just like I was like, damn, dude got three. And talking about they be all of them sending him money on his commissary. Yeah. Now the thing about it, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 I've, I, I've had a task of doing. You know, I put some money on somebody's books before. Yes, but yes. the thing with it is this, Bart. We've, we've had, we've all had loved ones that we needed all, a little help. You know what I mean? But. Dude got three ladies sending put money on his books. He must have uh he must he must talk good. I'm talking about cuz you know the, He needs the, a podcast. He needs something. <laughs> he need he needs he need to help how how to get women outside of the wall. <laughs> cuz I was like this dude got three women sending him money all in love with this cat. And they don't like he doesn't they don't get to vi- maybe no, no visit conjugals. And talk, but there's no conjugal. Yeah. So it's not like he's doing that. But he got some bricks, bro. He got some joints. Right. Like this cat, Roxy, clank, 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 ain't getting out. Right. He's in there for a long time. Yeah. I think, though, like, isn't there like a certain population that's attracted to that? Like, doesn't it seem to be? Like, <laughs> like women that fall in love with people that are in prison. Like, there's something to that. I don't know. There's something psychologically I don't know. to it. I don't know. It's like the ultimate bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> I like bad boys. Yeah. I like dudes that are in prison for life. Yeah, like, but this I guess, I, guess like, I don't like bad boys like you do. That's a difference. Like, if if we were together, when we when I went, all right, you gonna hold me down for these joints. Now, me, if I got twenty, I ain't gonna expect. I'm like, babe. Yeah, what's the what's the what's cutoff? The, what's the cut? What is the cutoff? <sighs> ten. Ten. Maybe ten. Ten. Yeah. I think the cutoff is how many years you've been married. Okay. Like, if you've been married 10 years and you get a 10-year sentence, right. uh, you got to hang out. You got to hang out with 10 You've been years. married for five years and you get a 15-year sentence. Sorry. I'm trying, like, I would got to go. But that's the thing about it. <laughs> All right, that's cool. But this cat been in here for some joints. And everybody need love, Andy. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But, damn, you sitting there, you done married this cat and everything up there. Y'all just, <laughs> just, just – just on letters. Yeah. Just on written letters. I didn't learn how to write. Conversations. I didn't no, learn how to write. No, you don't. You're married. You I know. Got, no, that's what I'm you're saying. You're doing great. I, I mean, I wrote my shell love letters. Yeah. You still do write a love letters. I write my wife a little sweet something every now and then on, on, on a sticky note. Put Valentine's Day is next week. Put on a thing. But this dude said he got three girls and all of them putting stuff on his books. Good for him. We got to find uh, Abe, you better, Abe, you better, you better start doubling down on Bumble. <laughs> 
Just swipe left <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> Best or right. Them. What's the good one? Hey, Abe. Uh, right would be the swipe right on all left. of them. Hey, man, they go, they coming for you, Abe. These cats, these cats. Yeah, I'm not coming. sure this is the, the prison uh, guys are greedy. They, Abe. I'm not sure they, this is the player pool they, I'm looking they for. They greedy. <laughs> those ladies are greedy. Abe. Hey, Someone man, else hey, can man, draft them. Hey, dog. Dog. Tell you, dog. You worth honey buns, Abe. Yeah, you worth honey buns. At least you worth worth soups. At, you, at least you are worth you are worth a cup of noodles. You worth that, Abe, and a pack of cools. You are okay? worth that, man. You are worth that. Get on these streets, Abe. That's my my story to tell Abe this, man. These cats, these cats, locked down, man. They ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> All right, you better you better step your game up, Abe. Swipe right. You better step your game Swipe up. Right. Let's get to the back. They coming, they coming for the, they coming for all. Oh, Bringing you the stories lady. that didn't make the cut anywhere else in the show. It's the back page with Bo Johnson on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. Hello, Bo. So uh, speaking of stepping your game up, this is something that, quite frankly, should have happened a long time ago as far as I'm concerned. Before we get into a, a few fun more Super Bowl parties, tonight at the arena formerly known as the Staples Center, yes. Ah, Los Angeles Lakers are wearing the black Mamba jerseys, which they have worn in the past. But finally, four years later, the bronze statue of Kobe Bryant will be unveiled at yeah. Crypto.com yeah. Arena, which is the dumbest name for a stadium. It is. <laughs> tonight. Yeah, they're going to have to change that name pretty soon. Yes. That's horrible. That whole You could have even out. just gone with Crypto Arena. Yeah. But you got to throw the dot com on yeah. it. But no, yeah, me, me and Andy were talking about that just a second very ago. Cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. I, I was trying to, and I was probably watching when I get home from work, uh, they did it like a, a narrative and Shaq narrated the video and everything. So, That's yeah, awesome. I'm going uh, to sit and try and catch that one. My home. only concern slash hope is that the statue is good. Because oh, please, yes. It's Kobe, man. The, the Lakers have done a great job with statues. They have. They have. Yeah. yeah they, they got a good statue guy. Yeah. yeah. They got a good statue yeah, guy. Yeah, they do. Just avoid that Cristiano Ronaldo statue guy. Please do. From Portugal that made him look like his face was half melting. Yes. Like the, the NFL statue people are incredible for the Hall of Fame. They do a great yes. job. I just I always worry. It's like, oh, I just really hope it looks like Kobe. Really hope it's good. Would it be Afro Kobe or no oh, Afro Kobe? Good and question. Then is it going to be 24 or 8? Maybe both? it's like a both. Maybe it's like a combo. Maybe you got young Kobe with you know with hair, and then older twenty four Kobe with the. You think I don't know. It might be two Kobe's. Could that be two would Kobe's. be pretty awesome. Might be. He deserves two like Kobe's. Kobe defending Kobe or oh, something like that. Wow. That'd be cool. That'd be, That'd be cool. cool. You should That'd go into really statue cool. design. Yeah, I should. So a few other uh, interesting parties happening in Las Vegas starting tonight. Tiffany Blackman, if you're listening and you're out there, uh, Tech Nine is hosting a Super Bowl party at the Crazy Horse Three, which is right across the street from the stadium. Does not say how much it costs to get into Tech Nine's party, but part of Tech Nine's contract with Crazy Horse Three, he is to be given twenty thousand dollars in singles so he can make it rain. Uh-huh. Ten Magnum bottles of ten tequila. A Magnum is like the six hundred ounce bottle. It's right. like six liters. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's not six hundred ounces, but, but it's five big. bottles of uh, Casa Azul and five bottles of Don Julio nineteen forty two. Tech to Nine. It, oh, no, no. With the I mean, I don't mess with snitches and everything, but um, yeah. Is that with Tech Nine? Isn't that the, uh, the boy with the colorful hair? Nope. Nope. No, that's, oh, that's nine, telekinesis. Six, nine. That's that, telekinesis. Yeah, yeah that's 69. telekinesis 69. My bad. Yeah, that's, no, te- my bad. Tech Nine is um, from Kansas City. Okay. Older, older. Okay. Rapper, yeah, it is but, a Chief, yeah. Chiefs uh, themed party. Are they going to give him all that stuff? That's part of his contract. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. 
That's, yeah, that's, I, you would think that he would be getting a $20,000 appearance fee. He's getting 20000 in ones on top of everything. And else. that's in them liquor, that liquor, that's at least 50 right oh, yeah. there. In Vegas prices? Yeah. That might be close to 100 <laughs> So if you can make it in a Tech Nines uh, party, you can do that. If you uh, have a smaller budget, <laughs> are you familiar with Little Women, the reality TV show with little women on it? <laughs> uh-uh. Well, it was, it was it was a reality. <laughs> there TV was one show. called Little People, Big World. Yeah, it might be a, it might be a spinoff. <laughs> okay, this one focuses on women that are all under five feet tall. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, they are having a party, and they're all going to be bartending, <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> Sixty dollars in advance, one hundred at the door. Okay. Doors open at one. From three to five, they give half off. That's a pretty short party. I'm about to say, dog, it ain't gonna be on. I mean. I, there's too many jokes, Come man. It's too many jokes. They have a way of signaling the uh, the bouncers if there's a problem, and it's like with a whistle or something. <laughs> they got a flare gun. <laughs> Shoot a flare gun up. <laughs> oh, we're all going to hell. But this is a real party happening. So. Hey. Okay. Hey, wait, so if you can't wait, afford wait, the Tech Nine uh, party, how much? How much a party? <laughs> Fifty bucks. Fifty. Hundred at the door. Oh, hundred at the door. <laughs> 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 That's a little money. <laughs> it's just a little bit of money. It's not that bad. Oh, man. Uh, and somebody else offering <laughs> Taylor and Travis a wedding. Las Vegas Cannabis Weddings. <laughs> Toast weddings at the largest dispensary in the world. Planet 13 in Las Vegas has offered them a free wedding. And if the Chiefs win, anybody can go get a cannabis wedding for $87. The first 100 people to go get married. At Planet 13, we'll get a wedding for $87 in honor of Travis. Oh, boy. How about that? Yeah. Uh, uh, Man, I I got whatever, man. If that's what you want to do, love is love and and go get it. But if you're doing a discount weed wedding, like, I don't know. Hey, hey, Bo. Bo, There was pictures on this, and it just shows people getting married in front of a bunch of weed. I don't know what else that entails. What was the name of that show? Some people love Little women. Little women. Really love it. Little women cast. So the show Little People Big World was also about little people, and um, it was a family that ran a farm, and it was really close to where oh, I lived no. in Portland. Little women. I would bump into the dude. Did not like, drive little tractors? Not bumped into him because I would knock him over. Oh, like, I would at... see him at the bar I went to frequently. What, what's it called? Little Women what? Little Women was the name of the, of the reality show. Little Women's show. <laughs> I'm just trying to look at see who was on it. Yeah, you just want to see the cast. Yeah, that's it. That's little, all. Yeah, Little Women's show. Okay, there it is. It's a miniseries. Of course it was. Hold on. These people ain't little. Not a damn break, man. Compared to what? <laughs> of course it was a miniseries. Are they all standing together? We'll come yeah, back. It, uh, we'll it, come on, back. Hold on, dog. These women ain't little. This, I might be looking at the wrong thing. Is it oh, Masterpiece Theater, Little Women? No, I think that's a movie. Oh. You're looking at a movie that came oh, out. Oh, okay. My mom liked that, <laughs> that movie. That one was like Little House Harry got nominated for Best. Never mind. Oh, yeah. It, was it's, on, it said director Vanessa Cogwell. <laughs> they won a couple little ones. Oh, had three episodes. On, Are you talking <laughs> about the book by Louisa uh, May Alcott? Yeah. Oh, BBC One. A little right. book. We're gonna come back. We're gonna regroup here. <laughs> Take a knee. Uh, I'm at the wrong. I looked up the wrong way. It looks like a little house on the prairie. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the other one. That's the other one. You'll find the right one and be respectful about it. And we'll come back and we'll uh, tell you what the big story of the day is right here on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Trillville Thursday. Final hour for us. Still plenty to get into. It's two hours now till the NBA trade deadline. 
Some other trades have been made around the league. Still nothing huge and nothing Hawks related, but we'll get you caught up and um, get back into what happened last night with the Hawks and the Celtics and some of the Hawks rumors that have been circulating. I saw a little bit more details about the, the conversation they had with the Wizards. Right. Doesn't sound like that's going to happen. No. But I don't know. At least we could talk about what maybe might have what was going to happen. Uh, and then Smoke and Joe is going to join us in 20 minutes. Joe Patrick will talk some Falcons with him now that sort of everything has been uh, settled. The, the press conference has happened. We'll sort of check in on, with Joe and find out where he's at as we start talking about free agency and the draft and all that with the Falcons. And we'll get the phone lines open for the AMA to wrap things up. Any question, any topic, phone lines 404 726 Last but not least, this hour, as always, brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at themancavestore.com. Dude, I was when Bo was talking about the party, because I remember the, the players' parties. Players always have a party at the Super Bowl, or, you know, not the players on the team go, but all the other players there in town. And I was just thinking, I was like, I only been to, I've been to what, four Super Bowls, but never, I, only, I went to one. Like I think the actual game. The actual game, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I went, and I, I'm trying to remember, because they used to have a special guest or a singer or somebody. And I thought I think it was. I've never seen Usher, but I think I think Usher might have been the guest singer entertainer that was there because she's asked me again about the damn um, Usher tickets. Yeah, the concert yeah. tickets. Because she keeps on saying, "Ask Mike," because she thinks that she thinks that because we're this station's V one hundred three, and we cover the Hawks, that we have some kind of you know deal with the Hawks to get in the state form to get Usher tickets. Oh. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I see. I see the logic. What logic? Well, yeah, I see where her how she put those dots together. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. It makes no, absolutely no sense. Yeah, no, it does not. We can get tickets to stuff. No, we. What, 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 when did I tell you you got tickets now? Uh, well, I haven't asked. I haven't okay. asked. I do. That's what I'm saying. You know, like I don't ask for nothing. You know that. I don't yeah. like to ask for nothing. So, do you think if I ask Mike Conti, hey Mike, could you give me some usher tickets for my wife? Do you think he'd be able to do it? No. Okay. No, I don't. But I understand where her mind went. That's right. all I'm saying. Now, if you wanted to go to, like, an Atlanta United game. I mean, yeah, I can do all that. But Usher, no? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, the, I don't know. Like, you know, you're you're liked. You're, I, you're an important member of the team here at 92.9 The Game. I agree with that. Yeah, they want you to get in there. Yeah. And they want your family happy. Like, they want uh, they want, they want want you and your wife in there to see Usher, I think. I don't know. All The worst thing that could happen is they say no. Yeah. Right? That's the worst thing that could happen. Well, I guess the worst that could happen is they get really mad you ask and then fire you. Yeah. But I think that would be an overreaction. I think the most likely worst case scenario is you ask for Usher tickets and they say we just can't do that. Okay. Because I know people were trying to hustle for um was it Taylor Swift maybe? Yes. I don't know. There was there was another concert that was really hard ticket yes. to get. It was that one. Over the was that what it was? Yeah. And people were like talking to him and Reggie and like trying to use any sort of mm-hmm. connection. And I don't think anybody got any Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. But again, ask, you know? Yeah, I will. I would love it if you guys went to that concert. I was about to curse you. <laughs> uh, the Charlotte Hornets are finalizing the trade for you to you send P.J. Washington to Dallas for Grant Williams and Seth Curry and a first-round pick. All right. That's what uh, P.J. PJ Washington worked at? I guess so. Oh, okay. I know. I, we ain't heard no about P.J. since, you know, since uh, – is that girl put that thing on? Yeah, PJ had a yeah, had she, a tough time yeah, with she, this lady. Yeah, she put that thing. She put that thing on. Had her nose wide open. <laughs> uh, it's got to be the worst. It's got to be one of the worst things. I guess you don't have to dabble in that market yeah. if you don't want to. Yeah. But boy, it's got to be so frustrating. Like, because literally the only time you and I have ever talked about him yes. on this show, yes. 
other than that trade right there, yeah. just to make fun of him yes. for his relationship. Yeah, that man. sucks. I mean, she's fine as hell. Being that famous just man, sounds hard. Yeah, she's fine as hell, but come on, dog. Come, come on, man. Come on. Come on, little say, Come on, dog. Toughen up, come on, PJ. Dog. Come on, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're still so waiting around. That's the, the kind it, of stuff that's happening. If there's a trade, it will come on. It will come on after we leave. Yeah, yes. because here's the thing: yes. the NBA couldn't do us a solid yes. and have the trade deadline at two o'clock. No, it's got to be at three o'clock. Yes. So the first hour of Dukes and Bell yes. can get all the big trades. Yes, because as we know. Deadline spur action. Yes. Deadline is three, so at like 2.58, you're yes. going to find out about the blockbuster trade that somebody made, and Dukes and Bell are going to get to talk about it. We'll tell you about all the piddly little trades that got made already today in just a minute. We will talk to Joe, like we said. The AMA coming in uh, or coming up uh, to wrap the hour up, as always. So get your questions in. We'll get the phone lines open. Let's kick off the hour with the big story of the day. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. So your final score from Boston tonight, it was the Celtics 125 and the Hawks 117. Yep, and it kind of didn't feel that close in the fourth quarter either. Like the Celtics opened up about a 15-point lead and started running away with it. Again, credit to the Hawks for fighting back. They made some big shots. They had it to within five with just a couple of minutes left. And Sadiq Bey actually had a really good look to yeah, cut it to two, and he, he missed, it, he missed which is, it, which is too bad. They missed all the shots. They, it, yeah. Well, m- most of the night when they had an opportunity to make a, a big shot, they did not make it. They did not shoot very well last night. Ni- neither did Boston, certainly not from three. Um, and just kind of one of those nights, man. Like, they were undermanned with no DeJounte, no Capella. Fought hard, played good in the first half, but just kind of got out-talented as the, as the fourth quarter went, much like the other night against the Clippers. And, I mean, if you needed a reminder or an example or a snapshot of what life would look like if they traded DeJounte Murray, right. that's what last night was. Yeah, You're not going to beat good teams if you don't have all of your guys. You're not gonna and you're probably them. not going to yeah, beat them with them. But if you trade DeJounte, that's what the rest of the season looks like. And that's not fun. So I hope they don't do it. Uh, I'm, I'm all for you. I mean, I know that we talked uh, probably Monday, Tuesday about being after the, 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 the somewhat – I don't know. The best homestand they had in the season. Yeah, they went 4-2 yeah. and they beat the Suns. Yeah. It was a and good homestand. So, um, you know, and being caught up in the prison of the moment about that. Like, that's why you shouldn't trade in all those different things. But you still knew. Last the, night was more to me than the, than the but, wins. But you kind of knew what the deal was when DeJounte didn't play last night. Uh, obviously, he's going to play tomorrow against Philadelphia. Well. Why wouldn't he? Unless he plays for somebody else. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. If he doesn't, if, if 3 o'clock comes and goes and he's still a hawk, he, he's going to play against Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, just going to continue to move on with the way the squad and team is currently constructed. Uh, you're as healthy as you can be. You know, Clint's still out. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you're going to view it as – because one thing you don't want to do is make a trade, just have to make a trade. You know, you don't want to make a trade. You don't want to you, – you're not – because I don't think that the Hawks are desperate to get rid of DeJounte. I don't think there is an urgency behind it. No, I, I mean – I just don't think so. Not desperate, but, I mean, you kind of – you probably have to. What? Right? Well, because it, it's not working. Is it working enough? Like, is is it working enough that you can win some games? Well, you're 22 and 29. But no, what I'm saying is this: like, you get rid of him, it's 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 not gonna be very good. Probably not if you do it today. Right. Now, maybe maybe there's a a better market for him in the summer where there's not a deadline and you can call around a little bit more and you know try to find a. Try to find a package that works for you. Because right now, there's only a couple of teams anyway that seem interested. 
Like the Lakers are yeah. desperate to try to make a right, move, right. but they don't have anything to offer you. Like it, they got it, that twenty twenty nine first round pick. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody will probably take that for some player. Like they're probably going to do something before three o'clock, but that's not enough to to trade Dejounte. There was a, a rumor that was out there. We didn't hear about it until they said the talks were off, but that the Pelicans and the Hawks had been in conversation about Dejounte and Anyeka Okongwu. Now that would be. That would have to be for something. Like Zion? Like Zion. That's what I said, Zion. I mean, there's only a couple guys on that roster. Zion or Brandon Ingram. That's what, and they're not trading him. Yeah, Brandon. You see well, Brandon Ingram at five threes in a row yeah. the other night. But that's like what five I'm saying. Like, possessions you're telling me that you want uh, DeJounte and um, Double O? Yeah. No, you got to give somebody big. I don't want them. You're not doing that for CJ McCollum. No, who else on their team? You're not Jonas Valanciunas. No, I'm good on him. No, you're doing it for Zion. Yeah. And the Pelicans said, yeah. nah. And I would have said the same thing. I would have also. Yeah, I would have said the same thing if I'm the Pelicans, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what do they want? Like, Zakunas and – and um, What's the name? You're making up names. Valanciunas? Valanciunas, yeah. Yeah. So you think, like, Valanciunas and a protected 28 pick? No. Nah. No, because no, again, you got to make the money work. If you have those guys together, and I guess DeJounte. Cody Zeller. Is Cody Zeller on their team? He is. He is. All right, who else you got? Tell me, who, who, on, who on their squad? What? Who? You want me to just list you Pelican players? Let's tell me who on their squad. No one. Okay. No one you. that you want exactly. outside of those two guys. Jose Alvarado went to hey, Georgia dog. Tech. He played D. He does. He played D for You know what? Least. They're not trading him. <laughs> They're not trading that guy. <laughs> that guy's like on the heart and soul of their team. Yeah, at least, he, play, at least he played defense. Yeah, no, he would be. I mean, he'd be a nice backup point guard for sure, but they're not trading that guy. Anyway, talks are off between those two teams. I, I do think that at some point, like, now that we've gotten here with, okay, you were in the play-in last year, you're in the play-in again this year likely unless something changes dramatically, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, that's what Trey and DeJounte are. They're a play-in tandem. We got You got to trade him. Like, it's not good enough. I agree. You got to try to. So, yeah, I'm saying there's not urgency now, maybe that's, today. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. But that's there what, will be. There like, could be. Yeah. It kind of feels like the new John Collins. Yeah, but, I mean, this is the thing. I think that John Collins. Which is too bad. I think that I was hoping DeJounte would, would have more value possibly than John Collins. Because it wasn't a rope. And it's not a robust market for, for DeJounte Murray either. But I just don't, like, what? No, that's, that's, that's not really feasible. I was gonna say, what do you need to see down the stretch to make you think this could work going forward? Um, man, it would have to yeah, be, exactly. it would really have to yeah, be something. Exactly. I mean, and again, like they, they won four out of five against mostly teams they should be beating and they played really good against Phoenix and they did it at home. And then the Clippers came in here and kind of showed you what was what against the team that's, that's legit. And then the Celtics did the same thing last night. So yeah, I don't think they're, they're capable of that. I okay. think if they were capable of showing that you needed to keep it together, they would have done that at some point in the last yeah. two and a half years. What? So Yeah. Uh, Abe just told me that Trey is going to do the skills and three-point contest. Good. All right, the All-Star game. So good for him. Good, good for him. Embrace it. Have a good time yeah, with man. it. All those different Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Uh, we talked about Schlemlet contest. Uh, so hopefully we have the the two-time the back-to-back defending uh, Schlemlet contest on the show. Yeah. I was thinking about this as far as the dunk contest goes. And, mm-hmm. and yesterday was signing day. Like, what things that used to be cool and important are the least cool and least important now? Because signing day yesterday, I mean, yeah. mean, it's been wrecked. Right. The dunk contest is kind of the same. Like, is there anything worse than those ones that you used to really care about oh, and pay attention to? And now ooh. it's like, I don't even notice if it happens anymore. Uh, Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, fair. Like the dunk contest. Yeah. 
I don't really, wa- really watch the home run derby anymore. Like I, I still used watch to. it, but, but they kind of they they complicated it. Like all these things that used to be kind of fun that we would tune into, now the rules change every single year. I don't know. Maybe Mac McClung can win the dunk contest again. Okay, so three point yeah. shooter. My hot are... take is you should have to be in the NBA in order to be in the dunk contest. I agree but... with you. Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame. Uh, what's that? Mike who? Mike Beasley? Oh, Malik. Oh, Malik Beasley. Beasley. Malik okay. Beasley. Uh, who's that? Jalen Brunson, Laurie Markinson, and Donovan Mitchell. All right. Three point contest. Trey can win that. Yeah, he can. Uh, who would who would give some comp? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, they're all good. Uh, Carl at the t- anyway, they're Carl all. Carl the best three point shot shooting big man of all time. He might be. Yeah. I know he said that. He said we make that. fun of him for it, but like, he might be. He's pretty damn good. Um. All right, we'll come back. Smoking Joe Patrick's going to join us. We'll talk some Falcons with him. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And now, here's another Andy and Randy listener. Hey there, youngins. Shut your pie hole. Don't you make me pull this car over. I'm trying to hear Andy and Randy on the midday show on 92.9 The Game. Get on out of here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Trillville Thursday, 20 minutes away from the AMA. Ask me anything, any question, any topic. The phone lines will be open at 404-726-0929. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, no, great calls, great questions and oh, everything yeah. coming around and everything. I know we got to get Joe, but I saw what I meant to ask you. How much have you ever paid to go into a club or bar or nightclub? <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I don't think I've ever paid more than $5. Yeah. You never paid more than five dollars to go into so. a bar, club, or a party. I don't think so. Wow. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't go to that many clubs. Oh, even when in your young days? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Bars. Just curious. Yeah. What uh, about you? I'm not gonna. I'm, I asked you the question. <laughs> I never spent like more a, than five dollars. I never spent an astronomical part. Oh, my biggest things were always paying to get under. Like I paid. I went to Follies with my with Donna's brother Jar. Jar was Jar was at seventeen. And he's a baby face, baby face kid, and the guy was like, "Randy, I can't let him in." I was like, "Why not?" I said, "Randy, look at him." Yeah. So what's wrong with him? He don't look like he's supposed to be here, Randy. I was like, "I tell you what, you have to be of age." Yeah, I tell you what, I will slide you this. Look, can you go around to the back door? Come in. Said, yeah, that's fine. I get. How much is it to get into Magic City? Oh, I never, I've never paid. Okay, for Magic I don't City. remember what we paid. Oh, yeah, I think we had to pay something. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. It was like twenty bucks. Okay, yeah, twenty bucks then, yeah. probably. But like, that's a little bit different. But yeah, to go to like a. Like a club or a party or anything mm. like that. Oh, I, you're not a hanger on like Joe Patrick. Look, if you're gonna <laughs> if, if you're gonna charge me to come in, yeah, I'm gonna go to another place that's gonna let uh, me come in uh, for free. I'm, do you think Joe pays? Uh, I think people pay Joe. Is Joe on the flyer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe's a flyer guy. Joe's like a party gigolo. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Let's I, let's talk I, this smoke. I, I like Joe that. Patrick I like on that. the show. Joe's a party gigolo. We're gonna talk to him now. Party gigolo. And just under 400 pounds, uh, to the best of our knowledge. And in the other corner, 92.9 The Games reporter smoking Joe Patrick at an undisclosed height and weight because he likes to cause trouble. Like retirement parties and stuff, you know what I mean? Huh? Retirement parties like... Um, <laughs> Joe Patrick. Bingo, like bingo uh, yeah. club. Come, come party with Joe yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Are you... 
All you can eat Jello. Yep. Do you <laughs> do you collect Social Security? Yeah. Well, you're in the place. right spot because our guy Joe Patrick is is hanging <laughs> out is hanging out there at Annie's uh, retirement village. Uh-huh. Yep. Come I'm, on through. I'm busy. I'm disappointed that Andy has not ever had to, uh, you know, go somewhere he doesn't want to be with somebody on New Year's where you have to pay a big, you know, fee to, to get in. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, I think I paid like probably 50 bucks sometime uh, for like a New Year's Eve thing at well, some point. I love so many things about my wife, but one of the many, many things I love about her is she is not a pay to do stuff like that person. Right. Like it, if it's a fee to get into a party new year's eve absolutely not we're staying at home we're not doing anything and she's never <laughs> been like that so yeah it's, it's very nice so my, what's the most you my got, wife's cheap and i love it well what's the most you had to come off oh off of yeah probably, yeah probably about I, I i don't know exactly off the top of my head but i got i think i've definitely paid like 50 dollars before for again a new year's eve thing that i didn't want to be <laughs> <laughs> i'm always like I'm there a, was one reason i wanted to be there you know so. right one reason and hopefully pay. it worked out i'm hopeful that it worked out for you i'm sure it did um <laughs> but uh i'm about to go in there and spend a bunch of money right why am i gonna buy a bunch of money and spend a bunch of money just to get you know in what I mean, that's the thing if you're like that's these biggest these things uh with these parties in vegas it's like okay they have a door price and it's usually like a hundred bucks to get in but for the guys who are coming, they they know what they're going to do. You're going to come in there. We're going to do. We're going to buy some bottles yeah, and all that other drinks. crap like that. But yeah, a hundred dollars at the door to walk into a damn party to look at somebody just to move you through t- the threshold uh, of a building. I'm talking about. If I'm paying a hundred dollars. No. I'm going to be sweating. <laughs> all right, I'm going to be that guy yeah. that gets behind every girl dancing. There has I'm gonna to get be my money worth. Right. There has to be something that comes along. I'm going to get my money. If I pay a hundred dollars, <laughs> I've never paid a hundred dollars for myself to go into a club. If I pay a hundred dollars to go into a club, I'm drinking the like the left drinks on the on the bar, <laughs> everything, Joe. Because that's all I got is a hundred dollars. This, 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 this might be like this might be sacrilegious to say, but I've always I've always thought that uh, a, a ticket to a to a sporting event is kind of like uh, you know paying cover at a bar for because you're really just going going there to uh, to drink a lot of alcohol and, and hang out with other people, and you just happen to get a great view of some of a competition that's kind of. <laughs> laid out before you that's the cover charge to get into the party uh all right so the press conference happened earlier this week obviously you were there i'm sure causing trouble what was your uh, what was your big takeaway from the introductory presser on monday i mean i think honestly and not to sound like too pessimistic about this but like it was listen it was great because it was a high vibes press conference but that's basically what it was like it this was a like let's kind of reset like you know the fan happiness the you know just like the expectation the you know, just basically everything that i think they just wanted to kind of you know wipe the slate clean from the the arthur smith era and all the kind of you know feelings that fans had about those past three years and just had the feeling that you're starting anew which you definitely did that and the reason i say i don't want to sound pessimistic about it is just because i didn't really feel like we learned a ton about yeah. like what the team plans to do. And again, like this is pre-draft stuff. So you're never going to like get a lot of information out of executives. But I just think that it's kind of exciting. Cause I think we're going to just learn a lot more over the coming months. And again, this might not ha- happen really in full until after the draft, but I think, you know, there's still a lot to kind of dig into about how this team is going to formulate over the, over the coming off season or the off season that we're in ahead of the, the 2024 campaign. Joe, did anything that you heard or were there at the press conference, any other other clips that we've been listening to uh, after this presser give you uh, a, a thought process that their quarterback is not on the roster or are they going to try to maybe see what they can do with the guys on the roster? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I went into that press conference kind of with the assumption that the quarterback's not on the roster, and they didn't say it specifically, but, yeah, if you're reading into kind of the way that things happen, they were kind of calling it the elephant in the room, and they didn't really want want to mention any of the quarterbacks by name uh, in in that particular press conference. So I definitely think they're going to be looking for one. They even kind of, you know, put that out there at the, you know, Arthur Smith firing press conference saying that the they were disappointed by the productivity at that position and that they were they saw the opportunity for a coach as kind of an open slate to potentially, you know, trade for a quarterback, move up in the draft for a quarterback. They were kind of throwing all the options out there and I think that that signaled more than anything that this team was looking to uh, to go in a different direction at that position. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see. I, I think that they did kind of, you know, give us some initial leanings as, as to what they want. I think you, you heard Raheem Morris talk about um, being an elite processor, uh, you know, and if you, and, and he obviously talked about, uh, you know, they talked about Raheem talked about his experience having worked with some of these coaches in the past. And if you look at the quarterbacks that they have, um, you know, uh, in, in, in LA, you've got Matthew Stafford under McVay. You've got Kirk cousins under uh, Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. You've got uh, Brock Purdy under Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco. So I kind of am connecting those dots. I'm thinking like that's kind of along the lines of the prototype of quarterback that they want. But on the other side of the coin, hmm. Zach Robinson was a scrambling quarterback himself. I think he ran a four six six at the combine when he was coming out. Uh, I think he ran for a thousand yards too. I want to say uh, when he was at Oklahoma State. So he certainly understands the value of having a kind of more mobile type. And you know, I think we have to you know allow Zach Robinson to kind of be his own person as to how he's going to lead this offense. And, you know, maybe that is going away from some of these other types of quarterbacks that the McVeighs and Shanahan's have tended to prefer. So you just described every type of quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, that's me saying I still have no idea right. who they're going to go for. Uh, what, what, I, I just don't know. I don't think any of <laughs> us know what, what they're going to do. What, what do you think they should do? Because, I mean, they're, they're, you know, there's only so many ways to play it. There's so, only so many yeah. avenues to get another quarterback. What do you think is yeah. the right way for this team to do it? So I think the right – I think what this team has to do is I think they have to address the position before they go into the draft. Terry mm. Fontenot said mm. it with Dukes and Bell – after that press conference when he came on 92-9 the game that, you know, it's the draft is like kind of like going to the grocery store and you don't want to go hungry. You know, right, you don't want right, to go hungry right, and right, kind of right. desperate to get something. So if teams are seeing that the Falcons have not made a move at the quarterback position, well, they probably know yeah, that's <laughs> what, true. what's coming uh, when the Falcons call on their cell phone, you know, that night or that week or whatever it might be. So I think they have to address it. And honestly, what I would do uh, to get to your question, if I'm playing Terry Fontenot's role, I'm double dipping. I'm, I'm signing a quarterback in free agency or acquiring one through trade, obviously, with uh, you know Justin Fields being that guy um, that seems, seems most likely. I'm getting that guy before the draft, and that guy is who I basically want to be my starting quarterback for this year. Oh. Then you can go into the draft, and if somebody falls to you at eight, you could, you know, if it's a Jaden Daniels or maybe even a Drake May falls below those three spots, you know, you can could, you could make that move, but also you can make uh, other moves that are maybe a little bit more cost-efficient, like trading back up into the bottom of the first round, but potentially grab somebody you like that's falling or just snag somebody who's one of your second round picks that you're going to have. So um, there's a lot of options, but I definitely think you have to address the position before you get to the draft. A double dip. Double dip. Hadn't heard that scenario yet. I like that. That's creative. Joe, thank you. Appreciate it, JP. All right. Thanks, guys. Double dip and Joe. I like, hanging out I like that. It, it's I it's had, interesting. Uh, but I'm saying, who? Uh, Justin Fields. Do you draft a quarterback eight if you get Justin? 
if one of those guys falls to you, really? get okay. Justin and then take Jaden Daniels, I guess. Fine with me. Okay. Or trade back and take Michael Penix, like in the 20s. Yeah. Okay. Or I don't It's just, you know, I hadn't heard anyone suggest that yet. That's, But that does make sense, though. The way they talked about not wanting to be desperate, not wanting to be hungry at the grocery store. They don't have a quarterback by the draft. They're hungry at the grocery yes, store. Yes, they are. They Everybody started. knows what they're trying to do. Started. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to it AMA. Any question, any topic, the phone lines are open. 404-726-0929. Text us or tweet us as well. We will answer any question you ask. Coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. Ask me anything. Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart, rightfromtheheart.org. The AMA to wrap the show up every single day. Final hour of the show. Brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. Two more shout-outs to give. Actually, three. Okay. From last night. All right. Uh, BJ and his wife Amy All right. were both there. Super nice. Awesome to meet. Uh, took a picture with him. And their beautiful daughter, Olivia. Oh, sweet. Almost the exact same age as Jack. There we go. So I got, he kind of showed some pictures and talked about what Olivia's doing and what Jack's doing and all that kind of stuff. So really fun time last night at Benchwarmers. Hopefully we get back down to the south side sooner rather than later because we always have a good time down there. Damn sure do. Uh, Davis is in Marietta. Hey, Davis. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, along the lines y'all were speaking of, uh, I have a quick sort of question. The... Uh, I, I was a real estate guy, commercial real estate. I had to relocate our office in Manhattan. So I flew up there. They were entertaining me because my broker was going to make a lot of money. So we went to a little restaurant called Sparks. And then we went to a little bar called a Shoe Show called Scores. Ah, and been there. In, 19, in 1990, it was on my bucket list. Been there. In 1999, it was $50 per head to get in plus another $200 to VIP. Right. Well, he paid it, and we got in there. And once we got in there, we were the only guys in there, and it was pretty big. <laughs> the manager came up and said, do you mind if this group joins us? In walks Dennis Rodman and two of his entourage. Wow. Yeah. Long story short, he drinks orange juice the whole time and ends up paying our tab. Have, have you guys ever gone to a place where Andy, Randy's a celebrity anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And had some instead some guy walk into a a bar or a party that was unexpected that was a athlete or celebrity or whatever. Thanks, guys. Davis, great story. I bet that was a fun night. Now, I don't know why Dennis is only drinking orange juice. That doesn't. That sounds um, sounds like he missed it. They stuck a little bit out on yeah. what could have been a Dennis night. Yeah. Although maybe a little bit safer. Um, I haven't. Like I don't have any stories of like. Just being at a place, then a big time celebrity walks in and pays for everybody's drinks. Mm-mm. I wish that that'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'd Wait. love to go to a strip club with Dennis Rodman. Hell yeah, it's, <laughs> pretty, it's, it's going out with Dennis is a pretty wild night. You've done it. I've done and it. And he wasn't drinking orange juice. And he that was night. not drinking orange juice. No, we have been at, we were at Cafe Monterana's, and so where's Steve, that at? It's in um, in Port Lauderdale, and so Steve, the owner, knows Dennis came through one night. Where I didn't know Dennis before then, but we were all there all night long. And so, like, we usually we all were sitting pretty much close to the same table. Steve comes over, introduces all of us to Dennis. And Dennis like, when we we got to head out to the Hard Rock. Anybody want to go? He's like, yeah, let it roll. Yeah, Dennis a wild boy. And Dennis, Dennis, roll with, roll with him, roll with him, roll with him. He had about, Dennis had about seven bunnies with him. Great, bad bunnies too. Great, bad bunny. Well, man, to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! They just keep them bad bunnies. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds fun. Uh, Zach is in Augusta. Hey, Zach. Hey, 
What's going on, guys? Uh, hey, by the way, there's no shame watching the uh, Little Women series, Little Women LA, Little Women Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no shame. Yeah, my, my my best friend loves watching it because the proportion of the amps for the rest of the body is just incredible. We were talking about so it. just something to keep going. We were talking about that. Uh, yeah. Now, um, my question is for Abe, actually. Uh, Abe, if you win the lottery and take care of all whatever other expenses, and you buy a car for each of the other three guys, any car because you won the lottery, right? What car would you buy for Andy and Randy and Bo that best fits their personality? <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Yikes. A lot of pressure on me for this one. Uh, Randy's getting a real nice SUV. That's all I need. Yeah, okay. you're getting a big car. Okay. You're getting a t- – because of the kids, Andy, I, I it, maybe it's just me, like a, like a nice Audi – um, like not a, not a station wagon, but like the whatever the parent yeah like dad the, version is whatever they call them crossover. Yeah, Durang. you're like sure. a Durad, Dodge Durango I'll, Honda CRV type, but an Audi version of that. Cool, that's nice. Um, I'll take it. Bo's getting a stick shift. Oh no doubt. <laughs> I don't know what car, but he's getting he's yeah. getting a like he's got a pretty nice new ride right now. Yeah. Let's get him like a, a souped up Honda Civic. <laughs> ah, like a loud one. A loud one too. <laughs> yeah. Neon lights. We get neon lights. Yeah. All that. Stuff. Like Fast and the Furious kind. Yes. Like that's what Bo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Little Women Atlanta. Well, one time, me and my wife were at a restaurant in like Inman Park, and right. we saw them filming it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I never heard of it. She was like, Oh yeah, they're filming Little Women Atlanta. That's one of the women. And I was like, Well, she is little. It does make sense. And she was just having tacos. Man, we're going to get our ass whipped by light-skinned sister, man, and little people today. After all the jokes that y'all been talking about. I just said I saw one of the ladies out there, and she was, in fact, little. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, mm-hmm. I observed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About to get beat down. Nah. <laughs> About to get beat down. Probably not. Yeah. Adam's in a UPS truck. About to get truck. beat down. Hey, Adam. What up, Adam? What's going on, guys? Uh, the last caller almost exactly stole my question. Really? Um, yeah. So, like, I'm, uh, I commute and a little focused. I'm a bigger guy, and me and my girl like to go, uh, hiking and stuff. We're not as outdoorsy as the bunker plant, but, uh, I was gonna, I'm thinking if I get the forerunner. Well, now her car's kind of running on duct tape and hopes and dreams, so we gotta get her something new. So I was gonna ask you guys, um, kind of a two-parter. If you could buy like a regular production car, like a Ford, Honda, Chevy, Subaru, that kind of thing, what would you buy? And then if you just had like blank you money, money's no object, like what would you buy in that echelon uh, kind of here? Since you kind of halfway covered that, Andy, uh, you going to give us a uh, review on the Bluetooth so we uh, can get a trusted review before we buy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. Okay. Um, a plus. <laughs> Full mast. There it is. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> the drill sound. Yeah. <laughs> I, good thing we got all those pillows. Yep. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Would have had a damn concussion. Um, as far as the car, that's a fine question. I mean, it, it, now the, the I think the phone lines are blanking up, by yeah. the way. With, it's not three bad phone connections in a row. I think that's us, right. unfortunately. Because yes. it was the same thing over and over again. So, um I mean, I, I, just as a recommendation, I love the car I drive. My wife and I both drive Hondas. Hondas are fantastic. But if I could get anything and money was no object, I would get the 
the old school yep. refurbished Bronco. 1974 Bronco. Yes. Sky blue. Yes. That's what I would get. Um, I've always wanted one, and I should have. I had opportunities to buy at least three times. I never pulled the trigger on it. Was the SS Impala. 96 SS Impala. Mm. Yeah. You still could. I still can. Pull the trigger on yeah, it. Yeah, I still can. And I found one a couple months ago. But it's like, I, you know how I am uh, wants versus needs? I don't need it. No. Need it. No, there's no need. Yeah, I don't need it. No. And I don't even really want it no more. Oh, well, if you don't want it anymore, yeah. then you're good. Yeah. Should we try We'll try Corey. We'll see if it happens with Corey. Corey is in Gwinnett. Hey, Corey. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. All right. Good, good. Hey, uh, so real side note, uh, I was actually in Athens today on my regular route on Thursday, and I heard as soon as I got back in the truck, y'all were talking about what goes down on millage. Y'all had me rolling, yeah. Randy. Yeah, man. Don't go up, hey, man. It's hard times on millage. Hey, 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 man. I go by there every single Thursday, man. So, shoot. I already know. Hey, it's rough out there. Yeah, rough. All them sorority houses. Yeah, rough. Oh, man. But uh, but my question, uh, so, like, sometimes when you just be watching, like, certain teams, no matter the sport, you just kind of be like, they kind of, like, have no idea what direction they're really trying to go in, whether they're trying to be a contender or just trying to tank for picks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Randy, uh, in your career, have you ever kind of, like, reached that point to where you're just kind of saying, like, whether it's management or, like, a coaching staff or just all of the above, they're just like, hey, they don't know what they're doing. And if so, how did you handle that throughout your career? Thank you, guys. Thanks, Corey. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it, it was his first job, first year. I didn't know what the hell Steve Stagnoli was doing. I, did. I was like, what the hell is he doing as a head coach, man? And he's a hell of a football coach, but just for some reason, it was never worked. As a as a head coach, you never got that head coach vibe. Yeah, you know, and I, great I think coordinator, great great damn coordinator, and and Lenahan also. Like when like when Scott got the job for the Rams, he was he was a coordinator in with us in Miami, and they were talking about up for a head coach job, and I was like, really? And I mean, that's that wasn't just me. A lot of people were like, really? Same thing with Mike Shula when he got went to Alabama. We were like, really? You know, what I mean, just it's just a presence sometimes that you have that I didn't view that they had it. Yeah. It sucks, and then you were right. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, but, All right, let's get. Yeah, the, that's what I mean. That was it. Let's get the takeaways of the day. As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements on Andy and Randy Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Usher's waves are looking good. Oh yeah, man. We, we were just talking about waves. We talking about yesterday. waves yesterday. Talking about do catch still rocking three sixties. Yeah, Skip does. Skip does. Skip's the only one I know. With Usher does. Michael Penix has to have 360s Let's under there. Let's see where that do-rack Because he, he never takes it. He better have a damn waist. Uh, Andy self-deprecates himself on air. I do. Too much, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, the term yam ratio was just used, and it was good. It was really good. Well done. Uh, little Women, more than just a Louisa May Alcott book. And uh, big, big disparity. In the runniness of egg discussion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I like a runny, I like a soft-boiled egg. You can keep them dry. <laughs> hard, whatever it is. Of course you like them hard. You're born hard. Speaking of hard, go get some blue. Go get some blue cue in your life. We'll be right back and see what Dukes and Bell have for you next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.